Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Hall of Fame visit from Andre Tippett. I'm a little nervous about that one. Yeah, we'll go down memory lane a little bit. With he Andre. could hit you. He got it. Yeah, I, I, never don't wanna, I don't want to ask the wrong question. Were uniforms a big deal? Like, did you care, like, if your uniform looked good or not? I didn't really care, but you do care about how you feel when you're running around out there. You want to make sure everything's in place. Yeah, yeah. Didn't give you enough support no, in the right was, areas. Yeah, it was you know? just, <laughs> you, pull, you know, you want to put your stuff on. I know. Dan and I have been amazing. I mean, when I see him, man, I feel like, you know, a long-lost brother when I see him, man. I mean, we have a long conversation. We talk, but I would try to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> so here he is now. Back from defending the, the battles. Dr. Gloom, Evan Lazar. Dr. Gloom, that's yeah. my new nickname. Yeah. I understand like why you feel that there shouldn't be media in open locker room, but that's like my favorite part of the day. You know, when you have a party at your house, usually the bedroom's off limits. <laughs> Once in a while, a couple <laughs> right, will find right, their right. way in there. Right. You walk in on them. <laughs> Where How old are you? It <laughs> happens at all ages, Paul, believe me. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals by a all right <laughs> we're here it's thursday it's, well done it's deuce that deuce. sounded like a fred one didn't it what's deuce. up everybody welcome in patrons and filter don't worry fred will be here you just got to put up with a few minutes of deuce holding uh holding the fort until the big boss man let's go down. let's go it's thursday Places. we got picks we got alex we got evan we got paul i'm deuce fred will be here uh we got picks gotta hurry we got picks gotta hurry we got a bunch of injuries along the offensive line. Yeah, um, not good, Bob. Which is probably a great place to, to kind of kick the show off. I'm sure Fred will have some thoughts to share. But um, their whole offensive line, they all got the flu. No, they all have concussions or hamstring injuries. Or uh, I, I, I mean, as I think, Evan, you tweeted out, hard for City So and Trent Brown to get out of concussion protocol in time for this game, right? So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. realistic I that those think. two are going to be out this weekend so I, I did some i did some research on this last night and the average concussion recovery time to get out of protocol last year i didn't do this my, all research myself i've read an article about it uh was nine days nine days nine times to get out of North. protocol so basically you miss one game and then maybe you can come back for the game the following week. That seems more realistic. Uh, the Patriots put all the players, the Patriots put on concussion protocol last year. None of them played in the following game. So basically I would prepare from this point on, like the Patriots are not going to have Trent Brown on Sunday. What do you got? What okay. Do we got? So let's operate under that premise. Okay. Cause you can't, I gotta get my depth You can't speculate on a concussion, is, right? So let's operate under the, uh, the premise. No Trent Brown, no city. So, what do we think the starting line looks like? All right, let's go left to right. Um, how about Calvin Anderson? We're going to swap Calvin Anderson yep. over to the left side. I'm going to start a, with that I think that's one. a logical move. Antonio Maffi, he can stay there, yeah. right, if yeah. Strange can't go. David Andrews, we think, can go. Hamstring, yeah. though. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say he plays. Yeah. He's I'm going to say play. he plays as long as he has uh, the, the leg is intact. We're all crossing fingers for Michael Unwenu, um at right guard, but perhaps James Ferentz maybe gets promoted. I don't know. He didn't get promoted last week. Some people saying he was like a coach on the sideline kind of thing going on last week. Yeah. Um, 
not sure what's going on there, but otherwise you're looking at Jake Andrews, Cody Rusi, perhaps. Um, Jake Andrews, Rusty, Rusty, both centers, both centers. Yeah. Uh, and then that leaves our right tackle spot. So that means you're going to be kind of spinning the dice with Low? either Vidarian Lowe, Tyrone Wheatley Who Jr. Who do we think more of? Stuba. Evan, what have you noticed out of practice when you watch <laughs> Vidarian Lowe the, and Tyrone Wheatley? The, the four minutes that we have. At pra- I, I would say I would I would lean towards Vidarian Lowe. Just because he has a l- just a tad played, bit more, right. a bit NFL more of a track experience. record, yeah. yeah. Pedigree. Well, I so. was with Tyrone on Tuesday at a community uh, event, oh. and he was telling the kids it was, they were asking your favorite football memory, and he literally was like, "Oh yeah, this Sunday that was my first time getting in an NFL game." That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I would Great I would guy, lean though. towards, but I, I like your idea of flipping Calvin Anderson, who I actually thought was serviceable in, in the game on Sunday. All things considered, going up against two really good edge rushers, no training camp. Uh, came in and didn't allow a sack. And yeah. most of the pressures that he gave up were late in, in the game uh, when he conditioning was probably a pretty big factor sure. for him. So uh, I thought that early on he was really, really good in that game. Yeah, I, I like um, I like Evan's projected lineup. That's probably yeah. where I would go. And I, I guess if, if Strange can play and you get Strange and a one-you back, I, I, I don't know – like Mafi hasn't played any tackle or no. or any center even right no so like I guess you know he obviously just gets kind of kicked down as right. the rotation he, he's an extra he's an extra bit, guy right? which is good because yeah. like he like Evan just said with Calvin Anderson having to go all eighty snaps you wouldn't have to do that to Cole Strange and to Wenyu you can just keep rotating Mafi in um, anytime you want but the tackle situation I, yeah I think. I think you're probably going to see Vidarian low. Where'd they get concussed, too? That's you know kind of weird. You don't usually see they finish the game, and then all of a sudden Wednesday they got concussions. Sometimes you, yeah, you don't, you don't feel realize. You come in on right Monday, away. say, I got a headache or whatever. Yeah. I don't feel, I'm not feeling great, and huh? that's when you yeah. end up. Might be your thing, Kevin. Did yeah. you get concussed this weekend? Not really. Maybe. Why? Do you have a headache? Yeah, I've been like, you know, I, I tested I tested negative for COVID, so Evan nobody needs worry. to drink more water. But I, my head is like, <laughs> off has felt like it's like in the clouds for like three days. He had two cups like of coffee and days. two Pepsis. I, th- he I needs think more the water. Patriots are, are playing a little chess checkers with the Dolphins. Oh? Put a couple guys on concussion. Just make two a think about it. <laughs> you know, get, <laughs> awesome. The other, the, on the other it. side of the ball. <laughs> like get, get the like word out shirt. there. Get the word out there. Just hearing a lot about concussions this week. I don't know, Tua. Maybe we should see you. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So it's a, it's a violent game, bro. You might want to rethink it. Yeah. Oh God, people are gonna think we're like making fun of Tua's injuries. No, oh, no, no. I would never do that. Although, um, I, I'm a scared of him. What was with Tommy Curran saying that like he basically thinks Mac Jones and Tua are the same player? Like, did you guys see that oh, last night on, on one of Paul's? Uh, that, do those count as your shows, Paul? And when it's on, that's the, not. That, the but TV? that used to be one of my shows, not but anymore. they no longer ask me right. back. So <laughs> one of the other shows. No, I haven't been on that um, regularly in I, a little bit. I don't know. I, I I push back on that a little bit. I think I think Tua has shown a little more I, than Max. Yeah, so far. I think no that Mac, I, I don't think that that story's closed. Like I was asked yeah. that yesterday on one of my shows. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I I would say right now Tua has done more. Well, um, but he, but I don't think that that like book is closed. Here's I the think thing. that's still ongoing. When two has been healthy, that offense does well, particularly yeah. after they you know they it, got Hill and Waddle. Yeah. It, but even before that, even before that, he when won. He, when he was healthy, they did well. You know. Um, and now the argument has been, well, if you got Mac two couldn't. elite yeah. receivers, he'd be good too. Yes, he would be better. I don't know if he'd be, be as good as Tua has been with those guys. I, he, I'm telling you, he's he's surprising a lot of people. I, I mean, I just 
speaking for myself, I and I have limited sample size. I haven't watched all of two of snaps, but he's made more wow throws to me in my sample size of saying I, I haven't really seen that, those kind of things consistently from Max. Certainly Max had some plays, but I, I've had a, a more than a handful of times with Tua that's just like, he, wow, he that was a wow throw He just seems to have a sense of, you know, making big plays. And, you know, I, I mentioned I put him in the same breath yesterday as Drew Brees. I don't do that lightly. I, like, Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer, you know? Yeah. Um, Who so, stayed healthy other than that injury? You yeah, know? So that's the, right. the thing. Like, he's got to stay right. out there. And but I, I see the same type of player, you know, like not a, not a big arm, not a tall guy. not. But he gets it where not, it needs to be when it needs to be Not amazingly mobile, yeah. but they just have that great anticipation. They see the field, and really good accuracy makes up for everything else. Yeah, The game that Tua played on Sunday was ridiculous. I mean, he was making throws, all different types of throws. There's a couple of throws that I just found myself saying, I, I just, I don't know if Matt can make that throw, you know, moving to his left, obviously he's a lefty. So moving to his left and then throwing off platform on the run or stepping up in the pocket and coming to the second read and throwing it, you know, off platform again to Tyree kill on a wheel route, like those types of throws that are when things are not, you know, there's a muddy pocket or he's on the move. Like I don't see, I think two has a much better instinct for that type of playmaking than than yeah. Mac does. I think Mac might be a little bit uh, better pre-snap than Tua of figuring out where he's going to go with the ball before the ball is snapped. But in terms of actually making throws down the field and uh, doing it not always from the perfect conditions, I, I think that Tua has him pretty good on yeah. that. So I, I if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to have a pretty good career. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully not this weekend, though. Yeah, yeah. right. But, you know. I don't know what you guys... You well, guys we just are, opened with the yeah. offensive lines. Yeah, yeah, we ran down. And that's a tough the, one. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, you asked the question, can they patch it together? If you and Strange are not coming back, and you've got Trent Brown out with a... No, the answer is no. It's going to be a long day for the offense. So I hate to say it. I mean... Yeah, the, what, what we came up with was at least one of those two guys comes back, Strange and Awenyu. So. If they're both out... Then you're looking at uh, Russie or or Jake Andrews having to play, right? Yeah, they played Russie a little bit at guard when they were trying to feel things out in camp, you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and we don't know what David Andrews has a hamstring. Like it's now, you could probably as a lineman play with that, but I don't know how that's going to hamper him. I just wonder, either on one or stranger, both. Like how close were they in week one, and was that a situation where they said it's a long season? Yeah, let, let's not push it. Yeah. Or, or this game in week two is more important than week one. It, well, it's a divisional game. Yeah. So right off the bat, I think it is more important. And unfortunately, for better or worse, I guess, if those guys are 95% and you're down all these other, you know, no-so, no Trent, kind of have to play now. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. you kind of do have to push the envelope a little bit on it. So I, I think that that's the situation that they're in. I mean, I don't need to go down the road of, like, Oh, and two teams, and like you know, all the metrics that tell you that even just starting zero and two basically sinks you in a hole that some teams can't come out of. So, I, I think it is a big game that if they're ninety plus percent healthy, but they're not a hundred percent healthy, that you might have to push it with Strange on in on one. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I can understand why you would start the show talking about that because that's that's the big story right now. Yeah. yeah, and that was the big change from when we had our show yesterday yeah. and when we got the injury report because I don't think any of us you – know, well, obviously Trent Brown was on the radar because we knew he wasn't out there, but you know, concussion 
not being out there is different than yeah you right. Know, well, I mean, that's. I mean, Tevin's point. It almost the average injury. It almost means he's definitely not going to play. Whereas if right. it was just like Andrews, and, well, I mean, yeah. Andrews was out there. Anytime a guy's not out there Wednesday, and, and I and I up. think that you know if they do come back in various stages of health, I think getting Devonte Parker back is important too because you're going to be under pressure. You're going to have to get the ball away quick, and throwing it up on a fifty-fifty ball might be part of the necessity. And sure. having a guy that can win those is going to be important. Yeah, still, still limited, right? He was still on the yeah. still on the report, limited with yeah. a knee. But yeah. I mean, having you know, not to channel Bill, but you know, we like to have all our players available. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I think every healthy body helps. Yeah. Counts. Yeah. I think yeah. that there's like a bigger picture conversation that Devontae Parker moves the needle so much for the Patriots, but Devontae Parker moves right. the needle for <laughs> right. the Patriots. <laughs> right, but, right. You know, what does you, that say? You, you yeah. look at three targets for Kayshawn Booty in that game last week that. If Parker is on the other end instead of Kayshawn Booty, I have to think that they're completed. You have to think they win the game. I mean, I don't yeah. know. If I yeah. obviously yeah. missed no, I all the it. Eagles' digestion from earlier in the week, but to me that was yeah. all I could think about. He would have come through with a couple of plays. I mean, he always he always does, but unfortunately he's also always battling yeah. injuries, it seems. Yeah. So it's kind of the battle of, of him. Yep. Yep. What else? Huh? Dolphins injuries? I did, I'm trying uh, to. I'm trying to recall. They do Mo- have Mostert. Mostert, Mostert, didn't, Mostert didn't, yeah. didn't practice. Everybody else was uh, was at least limited. They're, he was their What's their guy. offensive lineman? Taron Armstead. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's week. a big one. He's got everything. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He has uh, multiple injuries. You know how we like to say. You know, is anything not <laughs> head, uh, shoulder, knees, hurt? and toes? Yeah, he's got back. Uh, what does he got here? Back, back, ankle, knee, ankle, knee, and nothing. Yeah. So, so yeah, but he was limited, and evidently he had a chance to play last week. He didn't, um, and their line held up pretty well. I mean, I don't know how much pressure Tua was under in the game, but he was not sacked. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a part of this game, um, pass rush for the Patriots, and can they do it without necessarily selling out? Because obviously I, I, there was a – and they were playing this on the radio yesterday. I think it was on, on um, Monday's press conference with Bill. It might have been yesterday's. I don't remember, but about you know if you if you if you pressure him, you better get there. Yeah. And I think that's really true against a team like this. Yeah. I think that's a big part of their success with Tyreek Hill is yeah. that they're able to devote a lot of bodies there. And if you're having to sell out to get after Tua, yep, that takes some of those bodies away. Just how important do you feel like the middle defending the middle of the field against this team is? Because I just I feel like so much of their damage is just catch and run mm-hmm. on like dig routes, slants. I mean, just that, and well, they catch it and they're off to the well, races. Well, there was one uh, you probably saw it, Evan. You know, one of the all twenty-two people had a play in, from last game where San Diego had three got three say you know three guys high. Yeah, you know, and it, it looked like they were giving Miami the middle of the field. But obviously, somebody was going to come down and take whoever was going to go into that zone. And Tua saw it. He saw that that middle wasn't going to be there. Stepped up on the run, threw to a one-on-one hill down the sideline for like 45 yards. You know, um, that's the play Evan was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that might have been that, that, he climbed, that he climbed the pocket. That was yeah. that was yeah. the best throw I've ever seen Tua make. Yeah, that's not an easy throw. No. But, but no. I don't. That wasn't his first read. I don't think. No, it was, no. no, it wasn't. And that was like Alabama pre hip injury. Too. <laughs> you know, like that. That's I think what impressed me so much about Sunday was the zip he had on the football off platform. I I haven't seen that from Tua since he got hurt at Alabama with the hip. But so. it feels like that's the stuff you got to. I mean, he certainly is capable of doing it, but that's, I feel like, where you got to make him go. Got to at least force him to do it. You know, don't give him 
I mean, look at the Waddle fourth down play last year in, in week one. You know, it's those kind of things where you miss one tackle, it's six, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They So since the beginning of last year, uh, Tua is by far the best quarterback in the league against single high coverage. Like you play cover one, cover three against Miami. He's a 16 to one touchdown to interception ratio against cover one. So why is that though? Like, I mean, is it specifically man coverage or just having one deep safety? He's able to hit the sidelines. Yeah, I think it's, you know, they have two guys that can beat man coverage. And if you have one single high safety, you probably have some sort of robber in the middle of the field, but you can't, you're not really helping to both guys, right? And you can't leave Tyreek one on one with no help over the top. You just unless, can't. unless you know you're going to get there quick against, you know, you're going to get to Tua quick. Um, but that's a tough task. Yeah. You know, um, the Patriots are going to have to give up yards, they just can't give up. In chunks. If yeah, the I big, was the know, big plays. Of, if yeah, I yeah, was huge. them, and this is what I kind of wrote about in, in my game plan, I would let them run it. Like if you if you're gonna, especially most hurt. Absolutely. You know? So you can play the two high safeties and not you know not you don't even have to play. Two, Waddle's gonna run it. Someone's gonna run a crosser. All right, it's either gonna be Waddle <laughs> or it's gonna be Hill. But somebody's gonna run a crosser and somebody's gonna run a vertical. That's like their whole offense. So if you play the two high safeties and you either rotate one into the crosser or you keep both of them deep, they, it's going to invite the run. Like you're gonna you're gonna have lighter boxes. But if two is handing the ball off, I think that that's a win. Yeah, like I just agree. so, I would you can I wouldn't call it double team both Hill and Waddle, but you can help to both Hill and Waddle. So that way there, it's easier for the corners to cover them in single coverage and then just let them run the ball. Well, this defense, you know, the personnel packages that they throw out, the Patriots, look considerably different than what they did with the Eagles. Um, because the Eagles have two pretty good receivers, too. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about considerably different. I mean, maybe the way they use their personnel a little bit. I mean, I think to Evan's point, are you going to go a little bit lighter? And if you do go lighter, does that mean – I mean, lighter on the back end, do you want to go more heavy up front to balance that off where you're, you know, going with like guy, God, chow, wise up front? Or do you know, do you continue to go towards Christian Barmore and Keon White and, you know, just go light all around the board and just say, hey, we're coming for you with Barmore and Aquale and uh, and Keon White. And, you know, we're not going to really play gotcha and guy and as much maybe make them throw it to the tight ends and stuff. Make them throw it to the guys they don't want to throw it to. Uh, I, I think they've done that a little bit. I think they did it in the opener last year down there. Um, you know, obviously, Tyreek Hill still had he, – he got his game. But, you know, you're, gonna, you're not going to get really hurt by, you know, Durham Smythe and yeah. Raheem Mostert. I, I mean, I think those guys are dangerous, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're going to do enough damage to beat you if you can contain the other two. And – I mean, I know it's a big task, but yeah. I would expect a lot of bodies around those. I'd expect a lot of zones mixed in with the man. I know they play. What do you think? Do you have uh, any breakdown zone man? They seemed were like last year. Seemed, were, seemed so like last no. Year I mean, I mean, last, uh, week? last week. Last week. Last seemed week. like maybe like According I don't know. To the next chance they were high in zone. Yeah, they played a lot of zone. Yeah, but I I, I think maybe like forty sixty something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, man zone. Yeah, I, mean, I think 40, we 60. like. Yep. People like think that like teams play like eighty percent of man coverage. No defense plays the majority of their snaps in man coverage anymore. No, 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 no. So every you can't you, you obviously always favor zone. Last year against Miami, in both games, even without two in the second game, the Patriots played a ton of zone coverage. Like seventy five percent of their snaps are in zone coverage, and they just they just sagged off soft zone coverage. And if 
let's take let it him underneath, take like it underneath and AJ tackle Brown last week. You know, that, that was pretty much the, the game plan in, in both matchups. So I would expect a ton of zone coverage again in this game. Yep. Okay. Uh, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com uh, is the email address. Uh, we've got picks later. So we have to hurry. Hurry up. Uh, show within a show. Uh, they're going to be giving away T-shirts today. Great guests today. Great guests. You guys are going to oh, want to yeah? listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. it a secret? Matisse really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Do you want to tell? Should we tell them who it was? It was me and Evan. <laughs> oh. So I, you did, I guess we are going to tell them. <laughs> wow. So it's not even a show within a show. It's just a show. It's, it, well, Matisse oh. was saying it's kind of like Inception where it's like show within a show within a show. Oh. So, you know, what reality are we really in? We decided that I was Leo and he was Tom Hardy in case you were wondering. I was born with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Okay, so let's get to some emails uh, because this first half of the show, we got to make hay with our listeners. Uh, David in Bethlehem writes in. He says he has a pet peeve. Wide receivers are not credited for balls that hit their hands and result in interceptions or for running wrong routes that cause them. I'm ready for Evan and Paul to opine. What, no, was, what that, was that? That's true. They're not. I mean, if it's a drop, they're credited with a drop. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, like, like Kadarius Tony in the opener was credited with a drop <laughs> yeah. on that pick, but it still is an interception for Patrick Mullins. But yeah. I mean, if this is like. But it's not. It isn't fair. I mean, like Burrow had one that went right off. Yeah, but where does it stop? Yeah. Yeah, like, do, do you not credit the, the guy guy. for a completion when the guy makes a ridiculous catch? No, you do credit. credit. Oh, no, you mean I, the quarterback. I know, but like yeah. it all evens out. Yeah, I, I guess so. I like that. Plus, if we're like saying that to absolve Mac Jones of the Kendrick Bourne interception, that no, well, that yeah, was a, that I wouldn't put it on a, Kendrick Bourne. I, 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 I thought was a, that was a bad throw. It was a horrible yeah, was a bad throw. Kendrick Bourne yeah. didn't really Overthrown have a chance. I'm just saying that yeah. I've heard that and like. Oh, hit him in the hands! Like, no, yeah, I mean, like it's six feet over his head, yeah, and he like had a finger on a, it in a, a rainstorm. Six feet over his Should have caught it. I think. Yeah. I think those yeah. kinds of things generally. I mean, it might interception wise, and maybe it doesn't even out. But I think there's plenty of times in the game where the receiver makes a really good catch that you know, like the Hunter Henry one on yeah, fourth down. Right. Like, not, give, give Mac a half completion. Yeah. Should you take that completion away and call it a fourth down stop? <laughs> right. You know. Uh, Spee writes in. Um, he says, Dolphins are horrible creatures. The male bottlenecks engage in multi-day gang rapes and brutally kill baby porpoises and even commit infanticide against their own young. Everyone who opposes such behavior should be rooting for the Patriots this Sunday. Well, I don't oppose that behavior. No. <laughs> I, love the, I love this one. That's we get good. We get this really? one every year. And I never knew any of this. I never knew any of oh, yeah, this. I never knew any bad. of it. Until, we cancel until the dolphins? I listened to yes. Until dolphins I listened to Make them change their name like dicks. we did to yeah. like Washington. I, I always yeah. thought dolphins were like these gentle oh, creatures oh. who used to like. They can be very vicious. They steer like got, um, humans out of danger when she got this like. But <laughs> what did you just say? Me. My biology, biology teacher in sixth grade was went sexually on assaulted by swimming her? with dolphins and was sexually assaulted by a dolphin. Wow. Yeah, dolphins True story. Are bad. Jess Omo, call in if you're listening. <laughs> okay. they, uh, so, wow. you know, like wow. when you get like the cans of soda or, or, or beer for Paul, you know, you have like the, the, the circles, right? I'm sorry. I just had to. <laughs> that was you know, like the, 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 the plastic, right? Like that they oh, come yeah, in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, oh, you're rings. supposed They're to cut, the cut them up yeah. for, yep. the, yeah. for the... And so I'm uh, going to leave them closed now. So they <laughs> so, so one time die, I started dolphin, cutting them Throw up them and, uh, the and Jess was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, like for the dolphins. She was like, screw the dolphins. Like they're terrible oh, animals. Man. And oh. I had no idea. I almost called it PFW in progress. PU listeners. All right. I got to remember this. Illustrated that for me. 1220, my wife. Huge dolphin fan has a has, not dolphins dolphin 
has a dolphin tattoo, did dolphin research in college. She's yeah. very dolphin-y. Yeah. And so I'm going to have really her tune into this and, and give her brand. dolphin uh, okay. opinion. Uh, relatedly, there, here's a news flash. Christian Barmore is about to drop Balmore. his big iron balls in the field <laughs> and crush the enemy into a vapor cloud <laughs> of dolphin meat powder. I would love, love that. Just I, heard a dolphin's po- I heard he a Dolphins podcast mention the Chargers had nothing approaching a Barmore-like presence in the middle and also noting the Patriots-Dolphins matchup in the Brian Flores era, averaged 2.2 possessions fewer than the league average, suggesting a relatively defensive affair. But honestly, my optimism for Barmore this week is uh, purely emotional. And so I turn to your earnest evaluation. Is this a good spot for Barmore to burst nuts like an aggressive oh, dolphin? Can, can before you, oh, but don't, don't, don't delete. Uh, so uh, the, the, what was the... the the possession thing, I was curious about that. To, uh, during Flores, 2.2 less possessions. Why, why Why are we doing the Flores era? I don't know. Uh, that's what he did. Well, they were all close games, I guess. No, they were not know. close games. But no, but it does, But like it's two years removed. Yeah. yeah. This is McDaniel's second year. Yeah. Flores is like in Minnesota. And they could not be more different in terms of how they script the game. Right. Yeah. They've just been weird games, too. Like, they, I don't know. Going back and looking at some of them, like the Damian Harris fumble – that when they were going into score in 2021, where they probably would have won. Who fumbled? Damian Harris. Who? Damian Harris. Who? Damian Harris. Uh, wasn't it Ramondre Stevenson? No, I thought Damian Harris no, fumbled. Oh, he fumbled earlier in that game. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Stevenson fumbled in that game too. Then I, I blocked that one out because he's still on. Because he's team. still on the team. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I get it. Fred, Fred taught me Blinders. that. Blinders. Uh, Fred ju- taught me that. Junior, the guy from the Bills can't ju- hold on to the ball. Junior from Canton writes in. My question is more for Paul oh, no. because I never know how he truly feels about this offense outside of Mac. Maybe it's because anytime someone criticizes the weapons, I hear someone mutter Teflon Mac away from the mic. It's so not away from the Mac. I mean, away <laughs> from the mic. So my question <laughs> would be, how good does Paul think this team would be this season if we had a top five quarterback instead of Mac? How would, how good would they be if we had a top ten quarterback? I, I just want to nail down really how Paul feels about the offense around Mac because, to me, he seems to be unable to criticize the weapons without a snarky shot at Mac which is fine, by the way. I love the great white snark, but it makes it difficult to understand his level of concern for each issue separately. Yeah, I mean, right now, the offensive line is an issue. That's a concern. No matter that's, who that's, the That's not a be. Teflon yeah. Mac concern. You Mahomes and you'd be like... Like, you're, you're down... I mean, theoretically, you could be down four offensive linemen. That's, that's a big deal. Okay, so yeah. that's not a Teflon... I'm talking at relative health. I think if you had, like, Mahomes was the quarterback or Josh Allen was the quarterback or Joe Burrow was the quarterback, you'd be much more productive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what he asked. If there was a top five quarterback, how would you feel about it? I say yeah. I think they'd be fine. Yeah. I think they'd be one of the more productive offenses in football. I think if Kirk Cousins no, was don't. the quarterback, I think we'd be better. <laughs> that's going too far. You might yeah, be better, no. but no, I don't Right now, in the stage of their career, I'm not, say, I, yeah, right, that's I'm how not I, saying Matt's never going to be as good as Kirk Cousins, but in this stage of their career, right now, if Kirk Cousins had a whole off season with this team, they'd be, be in better shape. Yeah, it's it's bit. hard. It's it's hard to like quantify exactly how good. I uh, but I think that they would be a very productive offense consistently because I think Bill O'Brien does a good job of just like I thought Josh did uh, two years ago. I, you know, obviously they weren't as good last year with with guys that were out of position calling the plays. I think they'd be better if they had a better quarterback. I mean, is that? I'm, I'm not, I, mean, I don't that's, think that's all that controversial. No, I, I think the biggest thing is is. I, I keep going back to is like what's elevating the offense right now other than than O'Brien who I think is but I don't think that 
the receivers are difference makers, and I don't think the quarterback's a difference maker. So if you put a difference maker in at quarterback, then I think it would be better. It if would you, make a difference. If you put a difference maker in at receiver, I think it would be better. <laughs> right? So, so that's right. a good way to put it. Yeah. Right. But in, in the reason, like, but when I when I talk about it like that, it's not like I don't think that they. I, I just feel like the success they had was based off of some adjustments on Sunday, and all of a sudden they started springing guys open. Now I I don't know enough about all of the X's and O's to tell you exactly Whoa. what everything was. Whoa. Oh, this well. is not related to the Patriots at all. But the Red Sox have fired Heim Bloom. Yeah, I thought there was wow. a chance the way that people were talking yesterday. Whoa. I thought there was a chance that some of those guys knew something the way they were talking. Huh. Wow, that's that I think is, Peter Abraham said do huge. do something so now. So much for like being happy the way he's building the farm system, right? You're fired. You know? Um, Clean Sorry, out your lockers. Yeah, that's huge. Big Boston sports news. But the, the whole thing with what is getting at offensively. I, I'm open for the job if they want to hire me. <laughs> I hope he goes scorcher. Are you an analytics just, guy, Fred? No. No? No. I just I'm, feel. You got a feel for the I'm baseball? Just, I'm just an old baseball guy. You know? Go back to the old ways. <laughs> Bring back the mo- No Don more Borowski. of this money ball. So what? you think this is anything John Henry related? or this well, was Obviously, just, John Henry made the decision. Do you think Hein Bloom operated the last three and a half years because that's the way John Henry yes. wanted him to do it? Can confirm. Uh, I shared a nice drink, or I didn't share a drink with him, but I met a guy that works with, in the farm with system. With John Henry? No. Uh, that formerly worked for the Red Sox, knows Heim very well. And that so, was his so, 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 so he's, scapegoat. He's, so John he's Henry was the dirty. one who decided to like play yeah. Adam Duvall. So so John he, Henry did that. No, but... Make the trades, build the team this way, run it like a poverty franchise. See, the poverty thing I can live with, he didn't have to sign the Ooh. shoemakers <laughs> that he signed. <laughs> like, so, I think he's like 0 for his Red Sox career in so, transactions. So do you, oh, I so, don't think that's so true. I think According, they signed like one – like, and then the one guy that they, they actually won on, they sold for nothing so in the, Hunter Renfro. So would this guy say that Heim Bloom is being done dirty? Yeah, I'm according to this guy who works in a farm system for a, that's interesting for someone in um, for I'll just say it the Rays farm system. So they are very familiar with the Red Sox. He was like, "This was Heim's dream job. He's a local guy. Like he came in here bushy eyed or bushy tailed, wide eyed, and um, he's just kind of taken the bad rap for everything he was told, told to, do. to do. They yeah. and the way to do it. I See, mean, I so think he was told to pair payroll. I don't think he was told to bring in bad players. If he was given I a don't. if he was given a budget, yeah. but the bu- and I fully they're like what I think middle of the table in mm-hmm. terms of spending in the MLB, which is a spending league. Like that's you know there's no cap, so it's a spending league. But at, at the end of the day. Paul's right. I mean, it's not like they didn't spend on certain play. Like Justin Turner is making decent money, and he's he was a good pickup. Like I don't agree with Paul on that. Like no, Justin Turner is a good pickup. It's not a hundred percent. Yoshida was ended up. They've been ended up being a hundred percent right about Yoshida. Uh, but yeah. what what I wonder about with with the Red Sox is like, are they going to hire like a Dombrowski type that's going to go out and right. spend three hundred million dollars in the off season? Yeah, or the same, well, same I, directive. I heard I heard they might try to bring Theo back. Or is it another? Theo's well, but, been around when I. Went to, I went to do the first pitch with Cardona on, um, what is it, Patriots Day. Theo was chilling in the back, like hanging out in the front offices. I was like, that's literally Theo Epstein right there. So he's around. I don't so know I heard something about fresh baseball, property. but I heard about Theo yesterday a little bit, um, and that the he he's looking for, like whatever the what he's looking for in salary, like this is like ten million a year or whatever plus point. 
points with the team. Oh, jeez. So, Smart. like, part ownership. Yeah, yeah, he's looking for a lot. So I, I wondered if the if the Red Sox are going to pull a Celtics. Alex Cora up to GM, new manager in for Alex Cora. That's what Cora. I think is going to happen if Dio doesn't come. Yeah. I think that that's what Is Al- that in Cora's wheelhouse, you think? I think he's I, such I wasn't, a player. Like, I didn't know if it was in Brad's wheelhouse, and he's done a pretty good job with the Celtics. Brad's a genius, so. though. I don't, <laughs> I, nothing against Cora, but like he just seems like such a like a, a player's guy, you know? It just seems like this year for Cora, and I get it because they were losing a lot, so it definitely could, like the day-to-day grind of managing, I think, his press conference. Well, plus, if you don't agree, if, like if, if you're constantly in disagreement with your GM, it makes it tough. Yeah, but, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, we digress. Yeah, we'll, yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting Boston stuff. But yeah, I mean, uh, back to the offense mm. for the Patriots. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like if they had a guy that could make some plays, they wouldn't have to always rely on scheme to get things going. Yeah, yeah. that's that's sort of the way I feel. Uh, Oh, I, I was just going to see just some of the, um, I guess, the reporting from Andrew Callahan this morning that uh, people within the organization don't see Juju as a top, what, three, four receiver. I think they said he said that they think he's the fifth best, re- fifth <laughs> best, <laughs> best <laughs> receiver. So and well, not, not for getting nothing, paid that way. I don't, yeah. He wasn't on the injury report yesterday, no, correct? No, no. And I thought that was interesting that interesting. he was not even listening. Because list- the way Bill listed. was speaking yeah. in the press conference, you yeah. could have almost, I would have given you my right pinky. Yeah. I've been like, yeah, he's going to be on the injury right. report. So I, what I worry about with Juju, I take that pinky. Is, is it pretty good? Yeah, is it an Edelman situation where like the knee is just never going to get better, and it's all about bone on bone, uh, pain tolerance, <laughs> ready to <laughs> what, did, what was the term? Ready to explode at any second? <laughs> ready yeah, to explode because because like if he's if he's injured or if it's it's the knee is bothering him. Then like why not just put him on IR for a month right. and see if he can come back? Because it's you not going to get better. But if it's not going to get better, then that just got to tough it out. Just. Play Yikes. him until he drops. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Not what they needed. If they if they if they had an epic miss on this guy, that is not what they needed. So what if what if Parker is back and is he inactive? Juju? Yeah. No. Probably between why, him why and not? Booty. I would think Booty would booty be probably. The him or Booty. Yeah. I don't booty. know. They both played on Sunday and Booty played twice as many plays. Yeah. Well Booty's got a hamstring too. Okay. So okay. Maybe. Right. maybe so healthy. Yeah. Maybe. I health. don't know if Booty has a hamstring. I mean, if <laughs> if we're if we're He's dragging his foot to try to stay in bounds, he pulled it. I mean, if we're looking at this <laughs> like objectively and uh, at face value, he's not on the injury report, and a report comes out sort of the same day. Yeah. That they don't consider him the first, the second, the third. You know, like. Then you're considering him behind everybody that's on the roster. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why I'm asking: Is he going to be inactive on Sunday? Yeah. Possible. I that, like I said, if it's an Edelman situation where he's never going to get better and it's just a pain tolerance management, then I guess it doesn't really behoove them to to put him on IR or like sit him down for a couple weeks. But I would at least try that. I mean, so early in the year, it's not it, you have a long way to go here, and if you put him down for you know four weeks on IR. And then he comes back and on Halloween and yeah. pl- it plays well down the stretch. Like then, what difference did it really make that he wasn't in? I, Absolutely. I mean, I wonder if they said we shut him down in the spring. We didn't want to see him till July to try to get it healthy, and right. it still isn't. And now so he doesn't what, know what he's doing. So what good is uh, it? <laughs> right? No, now maybe it's even worse. You know, like mm-hmm. he, we gave him all that time off, and then he didn't learn the system. And whatever. There's yeah. just no juice there. There's a, I don't hasn't know. been any juice there all summer with him. No juju. No interesting. Juju no, juice. Interesting to see how Bad that juju. unfolds. Uh, Colin in Kansas City. Fred's right. I do Freddy. come. I do come here for a safe place. 
Turns out uh, he has a feel for the league and the show callers. He definitely has a feel for the league. I come to PU both to process our wins and our losses, strengths and weaknesses. I listen to this over Paul's show because I know I'm going to get both sides. I do want to say that I think it's way too early to say, like Mike, I won't forget you, Brady, do so. Things are coming home to roost. I think it's easy to poke holes in Bill's team-building strategy, but let's at least give it a few weeks to say nothing is changing. It's a new season. Are you willing to give them a fresh start and save the team-building roster woes for the offseason, or are we eliminated from the playoffs? I'm personally optimistic that we might have some young players on both sides worth keeping and developing, and I'm eager to see if Mac can show us something. I'm not ready to call this season a bust. No one called it a bust, no. but like if that's enough for you, then that I'm not right. going to argue with you. Then I, like cool. Like if I mean, that's Alex, are you ready to call the yeah. season a bust? <laughs> I think I came in for the optimism today. Okay, I, I so no one really on this show is ready to call the, no. the season a bust. And coming home to roost, that comment was in regards to the offensive line, which I mean, I stand for by not that. getting. Like, they didn't yeah. address it enough. They, I mean, right. they invested in veterans who are now hurt. And not and haven't been reliable over the course of you know so I, I stand by that point I don't think the offense overall the other thing I would say is coming to roost is just the drafting in general from 17 18 19 22 like you know those drafts now they don't they don't get the players that they need right now uh, Sean from Princeton West Virginia have a question for our film guy Evan the misunderstood Lazar thank you <laughs> after watching the film what do you think the Dolphins' weakness is and how could the Patriots exploit it. Like the defense of the Dolphins, I assume, is what he's talking about in terms of weaknesses. Uh, I, I think that for right now, the, the biggest thing that I saw is that like Fangio is a great defensive coordinator, but they're in the very, very infant stages of, of adopting his type of defense. Like that defense has been in the Brian Flores Patriot style of defense, single high, man-to-man, blitz. Like they, they're playing a totally different type of defense now. And I, I think that there were some true growing pains on the film against the Chargers. So uh, my whole thing, I would just stress them mentally, like motion, uh, change the formation on them, uh, run all those bunch and stack alignments with the option routes. And like, you know, let's see, can they cover, you know, a three by one bunch? Like, do they know how, who's supposed to be on who and who's supposed to be where? And uh, can they cover misdirection? Can they cover that type of stuff that, takes a Simon Sound football to do. And try to get them now because they're going to get better. And when yeah. you see that, them next yeah, time 100%. Yeah. at home, they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And by the yeah. way, yeah. I don't you know if think. you guys mentioned it, but I don't think weather's going to be a factor at no, all. I think it's going to be an actually great Beautiful day on day. Sunday. Yeah. So. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, middle of the field, I always like to attack um, against a lot of defenses, but I think that's what Mac does best. And I, I think it puts a little more pressure on uh, if Evan's right and they're not really – you know, got all their assignments down yet. You know, no Jalen Ramsey, so that's obviously a big – they wanted to improve that secondary. They weren't able to get him back for the first half of the season. I think Howard's a really good player. I don't think he's what he once was. I think he's sort of slowed down. Stress them in the middle. I like the safeties, I will say. Yeah, they Brandon, play a lot of Javon too Holland. deep Jones safety. Jones and Javon, yeah. uh, Javon Holland. They play a lot of too deep safety, and what I think is interesting always with the Patriots is like – why would you play too deep safety against the Patriots? It's like, designed to take away big plays <laughs> right. that the Patriots aren't really interested right. in trying right. to get. Right. So, so Dare him to run. Dare him but to that's run. Fangio's system is to play the two deep safeties and yep. then spin it. And, like, does he stick with that or does he just put seven and eight guys in the box and say, I know you're not going to beat me out here? Yeah, and, so, like, yeah. with our offensive line issues, do you kind of revert back to that yeah. blitz-heavy It's not going to hold up long. You know? Yeah, You're not going to yeah. have the time to push it down the field. Uh, Ron, in Conway, New Hampshire, I don't think anyone in football as a fan or not dislikes Tyreek more than I do. I appreciate his skill and talent because he's so good. 
just once, I'd like to see him run a crosser and have one of our defensive backs put a helmet in a shoulder, declete him, and flip him upside down so hard that he vomits up snot yeah. bubbles. I don't Damn want him up. to get hurt. I just want him to shut his mouth. I'm so sick of his stupid comments. I, like Fred, hate them. The Dolphins feel like he does. Uh, I feel like he does about the Jets. Anyway, I'm hoping that we keep the game to a loss of by less than 10 points. I oh. want the Patriots to right. win. After, all, after that whole wow. email, they're going to get blown But I just out. don't see how they win. Kill Tyreek you or Tyree you'll lose. You want coughing up it's boogers, funny. but like, you still No, fans, I, here's the thing. Don't, like, overemphasize week one. You're it breaking the fourth wall, one. Fred. It was week one. Don't, like... <laughs> Just because they scored, they go went crazy. That means who they are. It's just week one. To be fair, Tyree kills the best receiver in football. The I best in football. Best number one receiver in football. Really? There's nobody that's harder to cover than. I don't Tyree think a Kill. lot of people would argue. You know, Devontae maybe Adams, Justin, yeah. Jeff, Justin De- Jefferson, Devontae maybe? Adams and Justin Jefferson have arguments, but in terms of like who I am most afraid of when the Patriots go into oh, yeah. a game, oh, yeah. it's Tyree it's, it's, by a mile. He's just so fast. So one missed tackle, and, and you know they put him in motion on like every play. So he, he has gets a superpower that nobody yeah. else can match. Yeah. Like you know, T- Devontae Adams has his release package. Justin Jefferson's a smooth route runner. But like in terms of like superpowers, like what's what's your best trade? Game changing guy. Tyree killed is untouched. What, is in that he, what does he say? What is what what is the Yeah, I thought that was going to be really, the person because I, really I hate Tyree Kill the person. Yeah. Too. Terrible person. Yeah. Terrible guy. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any problem with his football. No. Um, you know, bravado. I don't really see him talking. I did see a video clip of uh, I guess Welker's the coach, the the receivers coach, and um, and Tyreek had seen something and, 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 you know, they had a successful play based on that. And Tyreek was like coming over to Welker and, you know, saying, I told you, I told him Welker's like, just tell me everything. Tell me everything. You know, it's kind of a funny interaction, um, between them, but I don't know. Nothing, nothing really that Tyreek's said has bothered me. It's just his, his, oh, he, his he's no, well, he, yeah. off the field. He's, <laughs> he's not, a, he's can no, we get into Stefan Diggs? He's no, did did no, no what happened? Diggs's brother. No, oh, wait, wait, no. don't, don't. All right. Wait, what go happened? First, what happened? No, I, no, there's two different things. You go first. Well, well there happened? was an incident yesterday where a Bills team reporter okay, this is this is was it. talking about. Oh, I, I did see Stephon. that. Yeah, I did um, see he'll MF hey, you to hey, Matt. And and it was She had to issue an apology? No, it was Cross so her dumb. off the list. Whoever did her dirty like that, I would. If I were her, I'm fighting that person. Yeah, I am losing every this. ounce of But why would she have, have to apologize for she, that? Because. The, you take the quote out of context, and you're like, "Oh, that's yeah. bad." Oh, wait a you actually listen to her, and you're like, "Are you serious? Who would ever clip this and try to make her?" Oh, look I think this she was bad? done dirty because we've all been around that podium mic when it's hot, and we're all talking. And, and she's laughing not, when she's saying it. She's right, saying I, it I, almost. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that oh. part of it. So that was BS. I gotta listen to it. I gotta listen to it. I heard it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I. I thought the. Well, I think she the was completely done dirty. Was and she's been on our show. She's. We had her on our show last year uh, on our pregame show. I think she was definitely done dirty. And I've been around that microphone and said things that I would not want. Mm-hmm. To be public, Shocker. and someone's like, yeah. "No, but seriously, Always when you're mic, here, you if you say careful. something stupid, at I, least that you was know." Not yeah. that bad. There was a microphone on that maybe she wasn't thinking about, and I do think Alex is right about that. So I do then, also think that's what she thinks. Yeah, well, she's right. I thought so the then, I thought the apology was lame. <laughs> so brother Diggs was like, brother Diggs. Brother <laughs> His brother okay, tweeted. Trayvon. Okay, Trayvon Diggs was like. <laughs> brother Diggs over there. I did channel Slater right there. I absolutely channeled Slater there. So Trayvon said 
my man's not safe there. We got to get him somewhere safe. Oh, Quote tweeted no. yeah. something. So I don't like, blame oh, that. I, that's exactly how I would there was, feel. It already it's felt a that's exactly how I would drama feel. brewing. The team did that. That's exactly how I would feel. And the team, and now the brothers, like, we have to oh, get man. him out of there. We got to get funny. him somewhere did safe. Did you see the clip, too, of him telling the Foxborough? Package deal, Steph Diggs and George Pickens. Yeah. Get all the bad guys, according to Mike, out. Oh, I'll be it. so nice to you in New England, right? Steph, you'll for the never record, say that. I will you'll never, never say, say that. But, but about seriously, you. though, like I mean, it's not some, on the record. Is, is something brewing there? Did you see Diggs go up to Allen afterwards? Like, be smart. Like right. he's yeah, like, like, I think like, so. you know, well, like, McDermott was doing it. He was, was pointing his head. I mean, he, too, who are the Bills playing this week? Uh, I don't know. We Raiders. If they lose this game. There will be problems. Uh, no, that the, him going up to him on the sideline was totally just a teammate, like trying to like type I agree. up this guy. But the other thing too is, Watch. I'm going I'm to play Mike's side of the street. Yeah, come, come. That's because Diggs was a big part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Diggs had Diggs had a big he game, was fine. and I wonder if he goes up to him, you know, like. You know, I have I have three for twenty two, and he goes up, and and Josh Allen has the same game, and you're like, what are you doing? Throw the ball to me. <laughs> yeah, but but to be fair, like that the last drive of the fourth quarter that sent the game into overtime, it was just Allen to Diggs, yeah. Allen to Diggs, Allen to Diggs, and like in my head when I was watching that live, I was like, Mac to right, Boyd's. It should be Born. or you Born. know last year would have been Myers because but it should be that Born. drive. Although well, they, they but didn't... that's not going to be the same result as no, <laughs> I know. But, but you need that one guy who and who you know if there's anyone on the Patriots right now, it's Born. Yeah. They, they didn't score a touchdown to win the game, but they put it into overtime. And uh, what I thought of was was Gronk in Pittsburgh, right? Like it was yeah. just you oh. knew everybody in the stadium knew that he was going at Gronk, but it didn't matter. They still couldn't oh, stop. Forget it. about Pittsburgh. Yeah. Gronk and Denver that yeah. year that they lost. Oh yeah, I mean, that, like was, any, that was the ultimate. Any of I mean, the Gronk just that, put the team on yeah. his shoulders. Any of the times you know that Gronk or even Edelman and KC and the AFC, yeah. like the, you knew that that Edelman was going to run a crosser and Brady was going to hit him, and you knew that Diggs was going to run some sort of route on the outside and Allen was going to hit him, and that's yeah. that's the difference right now between yeah. the Patriots and these other teams. It's like yeah. Justin Jefferson last year against the Patriots. Yeah, it's. You just can't stop the guy. So, Fred, I was just watching some highlights over your shoulder. You know how, like, you talk about, like, the the week one stuff. You can't get lost in the week one stuff. And you're you're totally right. But, like, I just look at the week one stuff. Like, Matthew Stafford stinks. He's throwing for 100 yards to Tutu Atwell and something named Puka Nakua. (laughs) (laughs) Like... I'm okay. sorry, okay. he's not bad. Puka Nakua is. I know he was a really good undrafted. Really good undrafted guy. You can't control his name. Um, <laughs> all right, he's on draft. He's a system receiver. Let's go to some phone calls. Um, we'll go receiver. to uh, Todd, North Carolina, on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Todd? Let me start by saying I was trying to be supportive for you guys last call. I don't know because you guys still kind of went a little bit off after I called, what so apologize if it didn't come across right. Uh, number two, I think that until I heard about the line, I was thinking that we actually had a chance to win this game. I thought we could run the ball on them and run the ball down their throats, but uh, I don't know about that now. And my uh, my hope that I that what I want to see for this game is I want to see two two turnovers that lead to points from our defense. That's what I think it'll take for us to win, and that's pretty much all I got. Go Pats! Pats twenty-seven, Finns twenty-six. Oh. Cheers. All right. I'm Thanks, Todd. So they win a game That's when they give up 25-plus points. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, that got to happen sometime. I'll, I'll do the preemptive strike for Felger and Maz. Well, yeah, they needed two defensive scores to do it, <laughs> <laughs> according he, to Todd. He did make that take point. Take him where you can get him. <laughs> Tua will give you, the, give you some chances. He will. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Paul's food's here. Um, we'll take a break. Show within a show. When we this come is Fred's food here. I'm going to break the fourth wall. This is Fred's when we come food. Back, Paul's like, I did not get two More calls, I promise, and emails. And then we've got picks later on. But stay tuned for the show within a show. They'll be giving away Patriots Unfiltered T-shirts right now. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. And we're back to the show within a show. He's down here. I'm joined by Evan and Deuce who are on a show now within the show so it's show showception i don't know what we got going on <laughs> exactly uh, am i leonardo dicaprio in this scenario of course of course this is tom hardy oh that was, <laughs> that was what i was gonna <laughs> that say was i want to be that's tom a good hardy. one that's a good one to be uh, but all right well, that's we'll my st- bane right there we'll start with some some quick trivia for the ever sought after patriots unfiltered t-shirt so let me get in don't answer the questions guys. oh yeah right. thanks for the reminder um question one who was the long snapper for Adam Vinatieri's game-winning kick in Super Bowl 38. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. All good right. luck, everybody. And question two. Wait, 38 or 36? 30 38. Panthers. Already Panthers. did 36. Oh. We did Holder last time. This is the yeah. long yeah. snapper. Okay. Um, question two. Just clarifying. Exactly. All right, so let me repeat that. Question one. Who was the long snapper for Super Bowl 38 for Adam Vinatieri's game-winning kick? Question two. In Super Bowl Twenty versus Chicago Bears, which Patriots scored their only touchdown of the game? Oh, if you listen to the tip <laughs> show, then you would know the answer. There you to go. That. Um, question three: What Patriots quarterback led them to their only two wins in the nineteen ninety two season? <laughs> I witnessed that in person, and it was pretty painful. So, all the people <laughs> that are out there complaining about the Patriots, go watch the ninety two season, and uh, hey, get back to me. There we go. So me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to see bad offense. We got a fun topic this week. Um, Week one is in the books, and we are going to talk about top rookie performances throughout the league. This this can include Patriots players too, by the way. Better. Dang um, it, Tease. We will. uh, We're just going to talk about what we what we saw. Deuce, you want to get kicked yeah, off? Yeah, I do, I do. And I'm going to start with the first game, um, which was Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I stole it from you. Um, you know, we, we got to look at him. I mean, I think he went a little higher than everybody maybe anticipated. Didn't get a ton of touches, though. I mean, I'm seeing two. I, I think he, uh, what he. Seven I, rushes, 42 seven, yards. Th- yes, thank you. And, and I think he made like 27 people miss tackles on it, which is what he does. So I, I, I just thought it was a, a, an interesting, um, you know, I think it's a theme a lot with these rookies that we're probably going to talk about. Didn't play a lot, but were really effective in like, small spurts. What if he did play the whole time? <laughs> right. Like he would, what would he do? Was stealing touches. Yep. He slipped on a potential yep. walk and yep. touchdown. Oh, um, I thought he had him. I yeah. thought he had him. He did. Yep. If so. he didn't slip. But he looks dynamite. It looks well worth the pick. And, you know, we talk so much about weapons here. that He's a weapon, and I'm sure that he's only going to get more productive as he plays more. Um, I'm going to go next. I already think I know who Evan's going to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm going with this was if, if the pass didn't take Gonzo, this was my guy, Jordan Addison. He kind of balled out. He had uh, four receptions, 61 yards, touchdown. 
big difference maker. He's able to play across from Jefferson and uh, Hawkinson very well. So I think like he's a guy able to plug in right away and make some people miss. So he he really stood out to me. Um, but Evan, I'm gonna let you go because this is probably your it's guy. It's gonna be painful. Yeah. We just Sorry. Got some sad music. <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna take a deep breath. That's right, guys. <laughs> he's good. I tried to tell you. Zay Flowers. Oh, yeah. Flowers. oh, I thought you were I thought you were gonna go. Zay Flowers, week one, nine catches on ten targets for seventy eight yards, oh. four forced missed tackles with the ball in his hand. <sighs> what could have been? What could have been? I don't lament the Gonzo pick at all. We're all right. really excited for yeah. Christian Gonzalez and it would have been pretty much impossible for them to have both. So I I, I get that. I get that, but I, I'm not quite ready to take a victory lap on Zay yet because it's only one week but I'm pretty darn close because watching him with the ball in his hands is different he yeah. just looks different at, he, he with, as a ball carrier he looked yeah. very comfortable which a lot of rookies you don't always see he just looked like he was ready to go human joystick yeah um, talk about joystick first touchdown for Bijan Robinson oh that was nice. a pretty icy move Tease. right there he looked awesome and uh, same situation with Gibbs because they had yeah. out uh uh, the Lions had Montgomery. They had Algier, Algieri. Yeah, Algier. Tyler Algier. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, so. and even he looked kind of good. Yeah. But man, I mean, Bijan Robinson. I mean, I, I think I remember during our draft coverage, Evan kind of like was was really pumping him up. And um, of course, you, know, you see him. Of course, he looked great. I kind of ignored him a little bit, even when they were saying, "Oh, the Patriots love him." But he looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, he looks like an absolute beast. And it seems like they they're cooking down there in, in Atlanta. They got something growing. I think. Hopefully, they uh, they pay him when he's up for a contract. <laughs> Is that how it works? You're allowed to do yeah. that. If you're if you're Bijan, do you think about? doing the, the the holdout after year two like i think year after year <laughs> one is a little he's one game. a, a he's little his holdout a little already. too early but once that you're eligible for that first contract extension if you're Bijan, you gotta be pumping pumping the tires yeah. for that for sure yeah well, uh can i jump in and just say it. like i mean i gotta i gotta shout out the patriots rookies and 100%. i mean it's just it's overall i mean it's 11 guys i mean originally i had 10 but i guess jake andrews got a couple snaps somewhere um but 11 rookies played and I think the same thing, you know, I mean, Gonzalez played the whole game. The two guards played the whole game. Uh, Keon White was really effective in, in limited snaps. Marte Mapu showing, Going against you know, elite players, what we, at, Going yeah. against elite players. I mean, it's, uh, it, you know, it's just I think a lot of uh, – this is what this team needs to get to that back to that level of contending. And uh, it looks like right now, of course, things can change quickly. But right now after week one, it looks like the Patriots got a really good rookie class. So, so here's a question. What what guys do you think this is a one week thing? I'm gonna throw what, what's his name Paka Paku Paka Puka Nakua Puka, Puka from Puka BYU. Nakua. The, does uh, he keep it going? He's, uh, yeah, he's discount Cooper Cup, I guess. Okay, <laughs> Puka Nakua is uh, for people that aren't familiar with this game. He's he's pretty similar to Pop Douglas. They they had similar profiles, smaller, shifty, slot receiver types. It might be a one week thing, but he was definitely one of those players in the draft process that. If he had gone to like an Alabama or something like that and did the same thing yeah. that he did in college, then maybe he gets drafted a little bit higher. But because of the school similar uh, to to Pop Douglas, it, he doesn't get drafted quite as high because of the level of competition. And uh, but his route running is legit. He's a shifty, uh, dynamic route runner. So uh, we'll see if it sticks. And then one other guy who stood out. I didn't get to watch all the games as much as I wanted to, but Will Anderson on the Texans. He was kind of a force to be reckoned with. 
Yeah, he's a good player, and you know him and Jalen Carter. Yep, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Carter. We saw that up close. Hey, he's going against backups. <laughs> Eight quarterback <laughs> pressures for Jalen Carter in that game on Sunday against the Patriots, and uh, that, he was a, a difference maker for Mac Jones not being able to to step up in the pocket, forced a, th- a few errant throws as well. So yeah, he he had a great game. Um, out of the Pats rookies, who was who was your number one rookie? You think? Uh, I think it's got to be Gonzalez. I mean, as, as intrigued as I am with Mapu and White, and I think that they could be really good just to, you know, and I know he got picked on. I mean, he, he allowed some completions, but he didn't get burned deep. And, you know, yeah. he, he was a real solid tackler. I think that was one of the things, you know, a little bit of concern about. But anytime you can go against those two receivers, put them out there. He held his own, uh, came up with some big plays. The sack was totally unexpected. I mean, yeah. I don't know where Steve Belichick's like, hey, let's blitz Gonzalez out of the slot all of a sudden. Yeah. But they're having some fun with him, and, and I, I like it. You just see the difference that athleticism it, makes for them. It's just crazy because it's like, are you going to go against A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith? Like, you got a little yeah. both? A little <laughs> yeah. both? Yeah, the, the, obviously the fourth down pass breakup is the big one, but he made a tackle on A.J. Brown on a third down play coming across the field that – like Deuce was saying, that was that was the knock. And I think what you see along with the sack is the closing speed that even when he does give up a catch, he's so explosive coming out of his, his footwork that he can just kind of go ahead and, and limit those yards after the catch. But I'll give Keon White a, a shout-out. Uh, you go up against Jordan Mailata and Lane Johnson and have a 28% pressure rate on your 23. I mean, that's that's saying something about that. I mean, he walked Jordan Mailata, uh, put him on skates, who's a 380-pound left tackle, and, and just You're drove watching, him back into the You're watching it right now on your phone still, it, it's, you? just, it's, it's like my home screen. <laughs> just on repeat uh yeah so he he looked really impressive and i i think with him uh he just more snaps like get him on the field more and more and more as you can and i'm sure they will well they're both gonna have a good test uh this weekend especially gonzalez with waddle and tyree kill coming to town but um thank you guys for joining the show within a show um remember the first people that got their trivia answers in the web get an unfiltered t-shirt and uh let's get back to the show and now, great moments in history. I would have loved to have known Fred growing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining serious. him cruising around Dennis. He's You've got done everything. With nothing on. I, oh. I've done a lot. Come on. I've Deuce. A Deuce. I've, I've lived a <laughs> hard life. Showing you all the highlights. Oh. I just want to go back yeah. to that moment in time with uh, Richie Campanella and see oh. what actually happened. That yeah, was like fifth you know? grade. <laughs> see whose side of that story is actually uh, truthful. Yeah. Who's the other one? Yeah. Richie Campanella. Um, Who's the other one? Uh, well, there's Ronald Michael, Robinson. Ronald Robinson. Robinson Michael Massidi. Vincent Valentino. They're all alliteration names. And they're all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all Italian. It's unbelievable. Right. Right. Mark Avani, um, yeah, I know them all. I remember them like it was yesterday. God bless you. That's why Eric and I have always gotten along with you. Because you've been surrounded by good Italians. Blue collar. Blue collar. I don't know why they had to be blue collar. That's another great moment from All right, back here in Patriots Unfiltered. 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through September 30th, September 30th, at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. I need tires. They got specific now. September 30th. You better hurry. I don't don't know if I can make the move yet, but hopefully there'll be another sale. Uh, We just gave away some T-shirts in the show within a show. Um, We have new uh, trivia questions. questions. Do you already know the answers? I do. Okay. Who was the long snapper for Super Bowl 38? You know this one, Paul. Which one is 38? 
Carolina. Uh, yeah. Brian Kinchin. Yeah. Uh, Ted in Charlotte, North Carolina, got that. In Super Bowl twenty versus the Chicago Bears, which oh. Patriots scored their only touchdown of the game? Hmm. I don't know. Irving Fryer. Was it late? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was late. It was 46 yeah. to 3, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Henson, our friend from uh, – uh, I shouldn't say his last name. Um, <laughs> what Patriots quarterback led them to their only two wins in the 1992 season? Z-O-L-A, Zolak. Zolak, yep. And the winner was O.K. Wyatt. O.K. Wyatt. Okay. So, good. All right. Enjoy your T-shirts. Three more T-shirts. Show within a show. We're getting through them. All right, 855-PATS-500 is A's ticket hunt line. I said we'd get to some calls. Let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? Hey, what's up, Fred? How you doing? All right. All right. Uh, question for uh, Paul, Evan, and Deuce also. Um, but it's it's not for you, Fred. It's not for Alex. Okay, nothing gets y'all anything. Something they asked me. Oh, uh, gentlemen, do you remember when you asked me, do I want change? Um, in terms of as far as the, the team, the coaching, like at the time, basically, and you know, and, and I agree with you. I told you I, I did want to change. You know what I mean? Do I do I see that? Uh, mm. <laughs> to some certain degree, yes. I mean, in terms of. How the how the offense looked. The offense was way better, thank God. But um, I just want to ask y'all now: after this season, and if we don't make the playoffs, are you ready for change? I'm not saying I know y'all don't want Bill to go. I get that, okay. But do you want to see some type of change in terms of basically personnel, your 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 offense? Your I mean, you know the the weapons around basically because you're you want to have some. Some pretty uh, questions you got to answer in off season, basically in terms of you know the defense. You know pieces need to be going to be missing and stuff like that. So you know wh- what is your take on it? Well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean, if the reason why they didn't make the playoffs is because the offense just can't keep up, then yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you want to call a change or infusion of talent or whatever. I'm, I'm, right. yeah, yeah, I, and I'm fine if Bill, you know, with Bill being the coach, but I would like to see right. him sort of have a sort of a change in direction with how he feels about right. offense based on what I think. Now, that might not be right, but I don't right. think he overly believes in the number one guy. I, I kind of feel like change is inevitable no matter how this season ends, like because of their sheer number of free agents. And just, I mean, it feels like regardless, it's kind of a, an inflection point for the Patriots to kind of reset their roster a little bit. Bunch of cap space, bunch yeah. of free agents, not not a lot set in stone about next season. So, I mean, I, I don't see how there isn't change next year. Yeah. Right. Um, one last take, and I'll leave it at that. Um, I couldn't think of uh, if we was getting new GMs. Basically, there are two people, two got two gentlemen. Basically, I would love to see them. They've been doing it since YouTube, and that's uh, Emma Lazar and Alex Park. And I'll leave it at <laughs> okay. that. Okay. All right. Sometimes you know you're looking for an answer, and it's right there under it's your right nose. There. You don't have to look. It's like Dorothy. Can you imagine how you know Greg Dorothy Bedard wanted to leave feel. Kansas and. Well, that All that time, she had everything she needed right there in Kansas. <laughs> right. You know? Well, I mean, you know, Evan's already the OC, so you're just promoting him to head coach. It's not, not that big of a jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Samuel in the U.K. What's up, Samuel? Samuel, U.K. Brilliant. Good job, Fred. It's not there. Um, let's see. Darpin in New York City writes in. Uh, he says he's got a bone to pick with me. Oh, good. 
Um, How can anyone have a bone to pick with you? And I'm dead serious when I say that. Here's my bone to pick with not retiring number 12 and moving away from retiring jerseys. We mentioned I figured that. it was something that yeah. was not, not football-related. Totally agree with that, but as great a Patriot as Gino Capaletti was, is he even in the top 25 of all-time NFL receivers? So the possibility that a future Patriot player can wear 12 but not 20, 78, 79, or 89 is frankly a joke, and the decision-makers are cowards for taking this path of least resistance. Either retire 12 and 87, or unretire every other number, which is what I support, so future Patriots can wear these and continue to honor the legacy of these past great Patriots. Well, I'm, I'm all for unretiring everybody, but I can tell you, even 12. if they don't officially retire 12, no one's wearing so it. So then no. why can't you just retire it? Because they don't want, they don't want that tradition anymore. They don't want it. Yeah, I, I, that is maybe why I'm not in those meetings anymore. Um, yeah, that, that makes absolutely no sense at all. Like, if you're going to let it be worn, then let it be worn. Otherwise, retire it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't understand this I, middle I, thing. And if you I, don't I think want eventually, to yeah. carry on, just do it with Brady and stop it there. Well, yeah. I That's think what I'm saying. Like, if you don't see the difference between Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, I, I can't help. I know, but I think I think they're just waiting for a little bit more time before they do unretire yeah. everything. Nobody like nobody's coming out to rookie minicamp in twelve. Like you know, no, like, like, no, I, I I understand that, but I also agree with the emailer. Uh, I I think Tom just because you have some numbers that are retired that probably shouldn't be, and he picked a few that would would fall into that eighty nine twenty, you know, whatever doesn't mean that you should no longer retire numbers like you have a guy like brady that's just so transcendent i i, I you just, have to retire yeah, i mean and i like i like like still having those numbers in the mix you know like i like seeing 50 out there not not right now per se but you know just seeing those numbers still in certain it reminds you of those players you know like like when i would see ninkovich wearing 50 and think about vrabel wearing 50 um you that, know or, that, or I mean, all the guys that have take. worn all the guys that have yeah. worn 55 like it stays right no one's seen 20 and no one's really talking about Gino anymore, you know. So I don't know if it would necessarily putting that back into circulation brings up more conversation about Gino. But I could just say for me, watching certain players, like you know, you you, you see that number on the field, you remember everybody yeah. who's worn it. And I know it's that's a, a big that's a big college thing is you have that legacy number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, fifty five was always the the linebacker number um, for USC with like Junior Seau, and then Willie got it. Um, I think eighteen for LSU was a huge yeah, number. Right. And uh, 44 for Syracuse. There's a lot of those iconic numbers. Like the, the top players get them. That, that you get, and it's it's a legacy kind of a number. Maybe they could do it that way. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't I, – I would not want to see anybody, if I were in charge of the Patriots, yeah. I wouldn't want anybody Whether or not wearing 12. If they unretire numbers or – no one should ever wear 12 again. I no. Mean, I mean, I, 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 mean yeah. I think the best thing would be can 12 – Put everything else back into circulation and, and make you know make a ceremony out of it. You know have have a have that player come in if they're you know still around and able to and you know do some kind of gesture where you know it's 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 putting it back in and, and honor those people a little bit again. You know bring them up. I mean talk about a guy like Bob D who you know was just kind of thrown under the bus as well. He shouldn't be retired now, but you know it's still a player that that had a lot of time here and deserves you know some respect or at least some acknowledgement at this point. Well, and you know listen. I hate to disrespect all the people that have had their numbers retired, but to lump Brady in with that—that's yeah, not, it, no, not no, right. No, you know, you got whatever you do for Brady has to be above and beyond what you've done for anyone in the past. You know, I don't know if that's a statue or whatever, but that's why it's such a nice yeah. like. 
thing to say we're going to retire his number, but that's it. You know, everything else is coming back, and now there'll just be one standard, and from here on out, that's the number that's retired. I'd be in favor of the, the Hall of Famers. Like, keep the Hall of Fame numbers, like, you know, tip. Mm-hmm. Hannah. You know, Hannah, those, those numbers, keep them out of circulation, yeah. and then everybody else goes back in circulation. Sure. But I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with retiring the numbers either. Like, you, you obviously thought enough of the guys who were retired at the time to do it. Yeah, the problem mm-hmm. is they started doing that before the team had won anything. You right, know, so the bar st- was just... In, in football, when you start giving out individual stuff before your team has ever accomplished, it, it throws it out of whack. Yeah. Because like what happened here, then all of a sudden the team get, does all this great right. stuff and it's the guy who played a guy who played a decade and made two all pros. You got to wait. Like, you know, you that's not wait. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, like I, I can't speak to the guys that played in the '60s. I just don't know. But like, Mike Haynes deserves to have his number retired. Okay, the Hall of Famers, yeah, but like they did it with a lot of guys who didn't wouldn't even. Sniff. Well, I, I said I don't. Know, I mean, I don't know that to be true. I mean, you might be right. I don't know who those '60s guys. I don't know Bob D. Well, and Gino, like I never saw those guys play, not even one play. Yeah. So I can't tell you how deserving or not deserving they were. I don't really care that they were on teams that didn't win Super Bowls. That's not my criteria for retiring someone's number. Like, obviously Brady's different, but like, there there are other guys that were great players see, that see, didn't win Super Bowls. I'm not even. I'm I'm saying you don't even start a a a, a physical Hall of Fame. Or, or just you don't even establish a Hall of Fame until your team has accomplished some winning. Yeah. You know, it, it's you just don't do that. When were all those I, numbers? I just think it's a whole different argument. Are we we're talking because about individual ju- accolades, you're, you're, not not a team Hall of Fame. I know, but you're judging guys like, oh, he was the best player on our team, but our team stunk. Yeah, but that's not what. Okay, I mean, maybe I'm put, giving too much. I don't think that someone got their number retired because they were the best player on a team that won two games. I think they got their number retired because they were one of the best players in the league during the time that they played for the team. Uh, maybe that's wrong. I, again, yeah. I never saw any of those guys in the 60s play. My earliest recollections are the late 70s. So there's a lot of guys that had their numbers retired I never saw. But I assume those guys were among the best players in the AFL. Yeah. Not best player on the Patriots that went 3-11. and Maybe that's maybe you're right. Maybe that's what Bob yeah. D and Jim, was it Jim Lee Hunt too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in Gino, uh, Larry Eisenhower, I don't know. I never saw any of those guys play one game. Yeah, maybe those guys were just the best players on the Patriots, and they shouldn't have had their numbers retired. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a conversation that will be ongoing. Sure. Until the powers that be decide what they want to do. Uh, Ray writes in, I have nothing worthwhile to add, but I do have a question about the show within a show. Was this name Workshop? I feel like the PU halftime show would have a better ring to it. I like like that, that. too. And you can get it sponsored by Jersey Mike's or Paul's Tender and Wings joint in Section 117. (laughs) It's Fred's Tender and Uh, Wings joint. Listen, I'm open to it. Yeah, I don't. I I thought halftime show was a good name, but now they they just picked it. Is that what you wanted, halftime show? I didn't really. Well, no, I just thought that. that I just started calling like it a show within yeah, a show I don't because think it was that's ever what an it is. But name. It yeah, just kind I didn't of, know it was happening it until was it had just already what happened. Was referred. <laughs> yeah, it was referred but to. Shows as. you where I rank. But the PU halftime show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, kind of like it. Do like a make like a little graphic, you know, with like uh, famous halftime shows from Super Bowl history. Put Matisse in there, maybe on Janet Jackson's body. You know? <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. 
Uh, any, I have the final score for the Patriots. Uh, it's Patriots 17, Dolphins 29. <laughs> wow. Our lack of Party. O-line proves to be our Rodgers Achilles heel this week. That will be, um, that would be really, really depressing. If not only they lose the game, but they don't have a chance to win it. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably something that, I mean, I think we all are, uh, we'll save for picks, but I mean, I think we're all feeling a little optimistic going into it initially, but I, I, don't, I just, I have to acknowledge what the offensive line is going to look like and that it has to be a possibility that they're just, you know, going to really struggle offensively to protect and to open up. I mean, if they struggled last week to run the ball, how is their next level down of offensive line going to improve on that? It's, it's a big task. Mark and Fall River, <clears throat> I'm here to pitch a new segment. After listening to Tuesday's show, there was a lot of talk about keeping receipts. I think every Tuesday <laughs> you should have a segment called We Got Receipts, where you look back at the Thursday pick show <laughs> and the analysis you made about the Patriots game heading into the weekend. No one wants Whoa. to do that. And see how it Go away. Up. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I, <laughs> this week. <laughs> I think this could help a lot with the expectations game. It seems like everyone was arguing about whether or not they were better than expected when everyone has different expectations. This way, you can look back and see what you expected heading into the game and whether or not you were accurate. I think you have a similar thing pre- and post-game with your predictions, yeah. but I thought this could be a good discussion on Tuesday's show. Yeah. I don't know. Cold takes exposed. Sometimes sometimes you're on it. But you know what? I think the thing that's hard with predictions, though, is that sometimes the game just goes sideways for a particular reason, well, and, and nobody really saw it coming. And, so it, and uh, it's you know, perfect. Like. There were a lot of people that thought the Patriots were going to win against Philadelphia, right? And Fred, your guys on ninety-eight-five, the the betting, the yeah, the bankroll boys, sharps. Right? What are the sharps now? A lot of those people that that picked that Hardy picked it on our show, Mike, with us. They were kind of right the way the game unfolded. They just didn't win the game. They didn't win the bet. True. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's the the thing about gambling that. You can be right about what you oh. think is going to happen, but then oh, I don't think that the AJ Brown score. and Ge- right. Devontae, yeah. uh, you know, Smith are going to take the game over. I think they're going to contain Hurts, and they did all of those things. Yeah, and then you know, a turnover or two changes the game, right. and you lose. Yep, Nolan in California. For someone who usually only gets to catch the highlights of games unless it's televised, he's talking about Sunday Night Football. I re- heavily rely on your guys' information, and I absolutely love the facts and honesty of this outlook of the team. I do think Sunday is a huge game, and I do think it's winnable. However, I only think so if the running is better than it was and the Patriots control the clock and pace. That's, I mean, I, you know, I, I think that's always a factor, especially against an off- explosive offense like Miami's. But, again, you know, wh- wh- what does that starting five look like? What kind of holes are they going to open up? You know, I mean, I guess we can just hope that it's going to be better if Calvin Anderson's playing left tackle and – you know, Vidarian Lowe is at right tackle, and these guys who, you know, didn't really spend any time this summer playing football can make it make it happen. But it's 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 going to be a grind. It just stinks because I, I totally. I mean, I'm building this game up as a huge game. Even last week going into Philly, just this is it. This is the division. You got to hold serve at home. You want to be not a third or fourth place team. This is you know a game that you have to win. Um, but unfortunately, you're going to have to go into it shorthanded probably on the offensive line. Okay. Uh, Skip in Fairport, New York. I've been listening to the show since it was distributed as an MP3. In my opinion, the show has become... When was that? Uh, Probably... I don't know, back in the early 2000s. Did we do that? Early yeah. 2000s, Like yeah. you download an MP3 file? Yeah, yeah it was on Napster. Wow. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, the show has become way up. too negative. Huh. If a host says that. something positive or hopeful about the team, another host feels obliged to counter it with something negative. 
That triggers the other host to opine on what they believe is a more important negative, and the whole discussion becomes just bitching about the team. Not a great way to promote the New England Patriots. I'd much rather hear a more balanced discussion of things wrong, signs of improvement, and hope for the season in future. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, do you listen to the show? Because, like, like how many times can we all sit here and be like, the defense looks great? I mean, Paul. Paul is like, the defense is great. And you're like, oh, it's just a negative fest. And, like, you know, just say, I don't want to hear anything negative. Don't tell me anything bad about the that, team. Just tell it. me only the good stuff and then be silent for they the rest of the, the show. They want the safe space. Yeah. They get triggered. They get triggered. This is the fourth year since Tom is gone, and they've lost more games than they've won. It's hard to come up with positives to just fluff that off. That's all. Now, are we are we hopeful, Fred? That was our word heading into the, the season, right? Yep. Yeah. I think there's a lot of hope. I think there's encouraging things that happen Sunday even. Uh, you're going to find out in about 10 minutes that I think they're going to win Sunday night, and I think a lot of other people uh, on the show think they are breaking too. Breaking news. But you can't just ignore the fact that they didn't win the game last Sunday. They didn't. And, and they didn't win more games than they've if they did, they, they've lost more than they've won. I think they kind of won. <laughs> I, but no, but, scoreboard but Fred, <laughs> you're tongue-in-cheek, and you're, you're having fun with it. People think that way. I know. And that's why they think it's negative. Like, oh my God, I didn't expect him to do. Well, you know what? A lot of people expected him to win that game. A lot of people picked them to win that game. I wasn't one of them. But this whole, like, again, I, I used this phrase on Tuesday, the whole little engine that could. When do you get sick of that? When do you get sick of, you know, even, you know, all due respect to Robert Kraft, who said last week at the ribbon-cutting ceremony, I kind of like being picked to finish last. Really? Why? I kind of like being picked first every year. Yeah, that was more fun. That was way more fun for me. Yeah, twelve wins. I like dominating. Yeah, uh, I know Deuce was bored with it, but Steve in Fresno on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Steve? It's Keith. Keith in Fresno. Okay, good job, Matt. Matt. Matt's a little distracted. He's yeah. <laughs> I got a defensive-minded question and then a couple comments about the offense. Let's go. Let's go. Um, do you guys believe a three-three-five defense could work against Miami's offense? Uh, too bad. Uh, three, too three, bad. Five. Evans not here. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I think look, they, they're going to swing back and forth. I don't, I don't mean. No, nah, you tell me. I think the. I think they need to be keeping everything in front. I don't think it's it's all that complicated. You got to eliminate the chunk right. plays with Miami. I, I think you can dare them to run. Sure, you want to go light up front because you want to have extra bodies back. I think that makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely. Right. The way I see a two-three-five working is you got Keon White, Christian Barmore, and Dietrich Wise up front, and then rotating Jabril Peppers and Bentley in the middle with Jelani Tavai and um, Judon on the other side, with obviously Christian on one side. Uh, what is it? Jack Jones and then uh, Duggar and Mills on the top. Yeah, Jack, Jack Jones is on IR. Uh, it'll be Jonathan Jones with uh, yeah. Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, Mills, yeah. Mills, and Mills hardly Mills played. Hardly played. Mills doesn't really. He seems like he's third and long, third and long guy. Okay. Although I wonder if he's more then, valuable uh, this week with the whole keep everything right. in front. You mm -hmm. want a yeah. guy with some range back? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. All right, thanks, Steve. <coughs> Stephen Fresno. Uh, Evan is back. Evan. Ooh. 
All right, Evan, what do you got? All right, all right, all right. Nothing surprising out of Patriots practice today. No Trent Brown, no City So. So those are the only two players. So, so, those are the only two players missing. Uh, So no no surprises. I think it was a long shot to see those guys out there today. So the fact that they're listed with a concussion, are they pretty much out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like... You don't get clear in one week anymore. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Evan so. said last year, every guy that was listed with a concussion for the Patriots did not play in that game. Right. What did you say the average was, like nine days? Nine days. Nine yeah. days out. Nine times. So. Sigh. Yep. Sigh for so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, – Frown for brown. Along with talking uh, talking some baseball, talking some Heim Bloom out there, obviously. Oh, was that there a lot of grousing stuff. about that? A lo- some grousing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some yeah. grousing. grousing? Oh, there's a lot of former Red Sox Why, was, was, out there. Was Milliken out there? There was uh, – no, but, you know, we have some people on the beat that used to cover the Red Sox that oh, okay. no longer do. Makes sense. Uh, Chris Mason from Mass Live, uh, Dakota, Randall at Nesson, used to do some baseball. And they uh, like him. They like Heim? Yeah. Uh, no, I, they, they – I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I think the general consensus was that uh, you can't be the GM of the Boston Red Sox and try to be the Oakland A's, right? Like that doesn't work in this no. in this market, and so that that was how they didn't work in felt. Oakland either. Eventually, I think it was more about the <laughs> the how weird of a marriage it was to begin with to hire somebody that was going to play money ball with a three hundred million dollar payroll. Yeah. Uh, other than that, pads today. Uh no no pa- their pads yesterday, uh, no upper pads. fields upper fields again today yes okay yep um mood uh <laughs> you know what it, <laughs> it was, was uh, it was another it was another short window we only got stretching again today and my guess is and you know inside baseball a little bit but usually when we get that very first win practice period we would see the starting quote unquote offensive line mm-hmm. take reps together. Yeah. So my guess is is that they are closing it down quickly because whatever combination they're working with without Trent Brown and City So out there, they don't want the external people, as we call them, to gotcha. to be tweeting about it. Gotcha. Now did you get to see any of the positional warm up or is it just like just the, stretch. the stretching? Yep. So you couldn't even like say, well, this guy went first when they went through there. Nope. No, nope. can't even give you did that. Did you see uh, David Andrews? Was he able to touch his toes out I there? I did see David Andrews. Uh, he was out there. Juju still out there. That was the other conversation. Was uh, I don't know if you guys talked about the Callahan report yet. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and they, he, uh, you know, some people came up to me and said, you know, what did you think of that? And I just said, well, I wouldn't have put it in that exact phrase or words, but. I can see where they're coming from with Juju and, yeah. uh, you know, I think a lot of us just feel like why, you know, why even play him at, at the, like, why not put him on IR and then revisit in a month and see if he's, he's healthier and, and has a little bit more juice because now it, you know, like Paul was saying earlier, if he doesn't play, you know, if he only plays 40% of the snaps that you're going to get all the same questions of, yep. Why wasn't Juju out there? You know, where's Juju? You paid him all this money, and now he's not playing. If you put him on IR, then you you don't get any of those questions. Maybe he bounces back. Maybe he has a better game. The optics are just... Yeah, he was the piece this offseason. 328... 20, what is it? 3... 
25 and a half, yeah, 16 the base, million. The base guaranteed. is like 25, yeah. yeah. Which offensive player will have a noticeably better game in terms of numbers this this week than from last week? Stevenson. Ramondre, hopefully, right? That's, that's a, good a good one. You got to hope. Yeah. Maybe maybe Douglas, if they play him a little more, gets, you know, they pull back on Juju. They they don't try to force that issue. Maybe maybe he's able to get some catches because he's able to get open quick. The worst part about Juju, too, I just looked up his contract. Uh, it's a two-year deal. The third year you could get out of, but they got Juju on the roster for the next two years. So it's not even – if it's really – if he's really washed, then there there's really no moving off of it. Until I mean, this is gonna go. I mean, if it's going, if it keeps going the way it's going, it's gonna rival Muhammad Sanu in terms of especially if Juju Sanu. Juju Sanu. Especially if Jacoby keeps playing well, like. And he was. A, I mean, he, he did get concussed, but he played. He played like he usually does. He's a productive guy. I'm surprised though, it seemed to be getting into the nonsense with some guy from from the other team. Went oh, after yeah. him. Really? Really. Oh, he got a penalty after his first touchdown. He yeah. got a penalty for taunting. And then, and then that guy, I think the same guy came it. back and, and whacked him good, and he was he had to leave the game with a concussion. Would you be surprised if Ty Montgomery had noticeably better no. numbers this week? No. Than no. Last week? no. No. So that's what I, you know, in one of Mike's um, questions, like a guy on offense, that's the guy I picked because, and I know I'm probably being a little too hard on, on Zeke the first game, but I'd like to see some of those touches go to him. Ty Montgomery. I think you might as well ride it out while he's healthy. Yeah, right. You know, maximize his his potential to impact the offense a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think he only had two two carries out of the backfield. I think that was it. Yeah, I, I mean, like five catch. five catches yeah. for fourteen yards for Zeke. Give you know three of those catches to to Montgomery and see yeah. if he can get more yards. There's yep. also one of the sacks that Mac took in the fourth quarter. Uh, it looked like he was looking to throw it to Zeke in the flat to get the ball out, and Zeke didn't turn his head around quick enough. And so Mac had to, he actually pumped it and then just, just ate it. So I, I wonder if that's Ty Montgomery, if he gets into the route just a step or, or and a half quicker or gets his head around a little bit faster. Uh, if, I don't think it would have been a big gain. Like there was, a, there was a defender right there in the flat that probably would have tackled him pretty quickly, but at least it's not a sack. Um, yes or no, Chad Ryland has a 45-plus yard field goal this, this week. Yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah. That Definitely. was not said with conviction. I don't, so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, mean, I, have I mean, it's good. It's going to be good weather, know. so I, I would. I would hope that. I'll say yes. You know, I think maybe That's they. Good point. They think points are at a premium, and and I, I just like to see him get a chance. You let's know? hope he Start, doesn't yeah. need to kick a forty-five yeah. plus yard. Right. Let's hope it's closer, or they get in the end zone. Or yeah. let's hope that they actually kick the field goal. That's what I yeah. took the words out of my mouth. Wow. You guys are so negative. Alex, and then now Alex you're going to try to out-negative him, the and then they out-negative somebody, and yeah. then they out-negative somebody. What happened? And so it's on. just negative. And I so just, on. I, four days later, I'm just still completely <laughs> flabbergasted that Bill Belichick, of all coaches, went for it four times on fourth down. I, I just... And people are mad about it. No, you know, I mean, I know the context we're right to be, but it's always like he's not aggressive enough. Like he's got to go for it. He's like, one over the last couple of years since they really started tracking this kind of stuff. He's been one of the least aggressive fourth down decision makers in the league. Do you think there's any chance that he deferred to Bill O'Brien? Said Bill, what do you think? And Bill said, let's go for it. I, maybe I don't know, but it, it's funny because when you look at the chart of like who's been the least aggressive guys. It's all the old heads. <laughs> like it's it's like Pete and Bill and it was Zimmer for a while in Minnesota. Like it's all the older coaches, and then like Staley goes for it like every time, right? Yeah. So it, it it's you can tell it's the guys that like grew up in the in football in a different right. league that think oh it's a game of inches. You, I yeah. always felt that Bill used to be very aggressive on fourth down. Do you think? But I agree with Evan that yeah. he hasn't been 
since Brady. Do you think Brady. if they still had folk, they would have tried to just get the points or no? Same decision? No, I think he would have gone for it because I, I don't think he felt like they were going to get back down there. Um, I, I think he made a mistake. I, I th- Your point about O'Brien, I don't dismiss anything, Freddie. Maybe, you know, maybe O'Brien did have something to do with it. My guess is no. I think he decides if they're going to kick or go, okay. and O'Brien decides what the play is. Uh, Ford in Savannah, Georgia, this is a reactionary email to all of the fans who have been complaining about your supposed negative takes. The reason why you are my favorite podcast is the way you all share what you believe to be true about the team. To have, in my opinion, the most fair and balanced collective view is a testament to the work that you do. It is also a testament to your employer, Mr. Kraft, for allowing Patriots Unfiltered to publicly speak candidly about the team. This is an example of how to have class as an organization. To put that feather in your cap or that snap in your slot and s- know that you are appreciated. Oh, thanks. Put, put it in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> or Hardy's vape. Yeah. Appreciate that. Don't bring up the blunt talk again. <laughs> We should probably tell <laughs> Hardy that he shouldn't keep his little vape machine out during the show. <laughs> machine. Is that why the, the press box was all cloudy? Uh, uh, no, he wasn't I'm in the press kidding. box. Down here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Down here. Hey, man, you watching a game down there? <laughs> you got the break on? <laughs> Did he smoke cigarettes before or just pick up Oh, vaping? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's a little. Oh, he's okay. Sweet. Yeah. Go smoke that joint. <laughs> well, all, like he's a DJ and a music guy, so they all smoke. He does a music I thought shows, that was like, yeah. don't you use like the uppers though, not the. Do everything. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I'm down. The uppers. Uh, Bob and Wilmington, North <laughs> you know, Carolina. Like uh, here's a, a what's stuff. more likely game. Mac has another three touchdown game this week, or the Dolphins force Mac into turning the ball over three times. Three touchdown game. Yeah. He's not going to turn it over three yeah. times. Yeah. I'm going to stay positive. I agree. Our defense <laughs> scores. I, I, I'm kind of tired of getting yelled at, so I'm going to say three more touchdowns. <laughs> Uh, Paul's been beaten down. Yeah. Uh, our defense scores a touchdown, or our special teams has a kick return for a touchdown. Sunday. Defense. Defense touchdown. scores a touchdown. Oh, yeah. That's just more likely in general. Uh, <laughs> the Patriots pitch a shutout and dominate Miami, or Bill lets our rookie kicker try a field goal from 50 yards plus. Oh, that's easy. Field, field, field goal. goal. Field goal. Yeah. Field goal. They're field not going to shut up. And Mike. prediction, Patriots move to 500, beating Miami 27-20 with a Mac Jones touchdown to booty on the final drive. I don't know if it would be the booty, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's about that time. We oh don't boy. have any buys this week, so we have to hurry. <laughs> what? That extra game. <laughs> it's like an extra 40 minutes. Yeah. All right, Paul. Paul. What happened last week? Well, you know. Oh, that was pitiful. Somebody really has a feel for I the did. league, and his name is Fred Kerr. <laughs> He well, didn't think he listen, did. He got I, it back you know, somehow. How much gloating did you do last year, on I, Tuesday I, about Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> um, gloating? No. Um, Fred feels bad. But that I, I told you so. None of it? I, you know, I, I hate to – like, it sucks. I said it sucks for the league because the league would have been more fun this year with Aaron Rodgers in it. But, like, I can't help but smile. for <laughs> Not for Rodgers, but for the Jets fans. It's like, yeah. You thought you, you had can, it. You have a choice. There's another team in town that you can be a fan of. You don't have to be a Jets fan, and yet you choose to do that. Well, that, then that's what you get. That's what you get. You haven't learned. That's what you get. I'm not counting the Jets out. You F around, and you find out. No, there, there'll be a problem for everybody. <laughs> the, I mean, the defense. But, you know, are they going to be? I mean, they'll probably have 
I mean, they probably have better problems than the Patriots have right now. With at least they have, you know, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall uh, looks unstoppable. Listen, I said yeah, they're still in it. Yeah. They're not out of it. You know, I'm still scared of the Jets. They've got a good team. But anyway, Sorry. Well, how, how much did I win? Fred by? went 12 and four. Wow. To take the uh, the week week b- one by two games over mm-hmm. Mike. Ooh. At ten and six, uh, Evan and Paul at nine and seven, and Alex. How bad? Seven and nine. How'd you do that? I don't know. What happened? Uh, With the spread, there's a tie at the top between Fred and Mike. Look at you two at eleven and five. Good start. Paul at nine and seven, Alex at eight and eight, and Evan. Oh no. Six and ten. I'm not as good against the spread as I am with with straight up. Well, uh, listen, you don't have a feel for the league. This yeah. separates the, yeah. the men from <laughs> they, the they boys. Always, I still think picking straight up is is hard. Hey. So. No, it isn't. It really isn't. No, it's not. I mean, it's oh. not. It's not very. It, it, I oh. mean, like there, you, you just pick once in a while. You'll have a week where it just doesn't go right. But it always, I mean, if you have any I mean, The worst of, one last year yeah. was 60, 61 games over 500. Right. That's the worst record that I don't we know. had. I still give myself Maybe credit. we're just really good, but we've yeah. never, like, we're well, we always do, way over. We do cover the league, so I hope right. that yeah. we were good. No. <laughs> well, but, the other thing is, um, you know, no surprise that Fred is gangbusters week one when there's no information. <laughs> and you're just flying by the seat. <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing darts. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like, straight up, you should always – be over 500 for the season. Always. Oh, always. but well over 500. Yeah. Like I said, the 61 games over 500, that was the worst. Yeah, the spread is meant to be 50-50 at best. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's tougher. That's that's a lot tougher. I'm still giving myself credit. Well, someone's got to. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So that's that. Um, what do we got tonight, Freddie? Yep. Tonight. The order has been restored in the picks, <laughs> at least for one week. All right. Tonight. On Prime Video, so get your streams ready. Uh, the zero and one Vikings visit the one and zero Eagles. Eagles by six and a half. You guys will have to pay attention. Let me know what happens tomorrow. Six and a half on uh, Amazon. You're not going to watch Paul. Uh, probably not. I, I want to sort of wrap up uh, Only Murders in the Building, so I'll probably be watching that tonight. You can watch that anytime. No, it's I on know. demand. No, I understand that. I just want to listen to like five minutes of Paul's shows on the way home tonight to hear Felger lose a gasket about how this game's on Amazon. And I have to do this. I have to do that. Not, not yeah, for nothing, but that, that, that's kind of what you sounded like before you went to practice. <laughs> I know. It's been tough. <laughs> you had a little Felger going. <laughs> it's been tough. <laughs> Cutting the cord has been difficult. Uh, Eagles by six and a half. Michael. Eagles by six and a half. I'm going to take the Eagles to win. I'm going to take Minnesota uh, with the points, though. Uh, I, I do think Philadelphia think plays Kirk. better, um, but I think on Thursday night, short week, week two, it's so quick. Uh, I think it's going to be closer than seven or six and a half points. I'm going to take the Eagles, and I'm going to give the Eagles the points. I'm going Eagles, Eagles as well. I think that was their preseason game last week against the Patriots, and they play like the Eagles tonight. Fly Eagles. Yeah, fly. they did lose uh, some personnel. Bradbury with a concussion. Uh, I think Fletcher Cox is is hurt, so they uh, they they lost some players too. But I'm going to take the Eagles both ways because of that whole uh, Kirk Cousins C- uh, Eagles time time thing. Eagles thing. big both ways, and the narrative in New England is, see, the Patriots' defense could stop them, and the Vikings couldn't. Or is the narrative going to be that the Eagles were sloppy and rusty? And no, no, it's all because of the Patriots' defense. Yeah, just the Patriots. Um, all right, uh, Sunday at 1. We're on to the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. The 1-0 and Packers. Oh, by the way, did you see that video that they put out of Jordan Love yeah. and his backup sprinting. Yeah, 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 that yeah, had yeah, to yeah. be to rub it in, right? A little, a little bit like it. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Do you think that's no good? 
Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I you, love it. You like it? Yeah. It's fun. I love it. You don't like it, though, Paul, right? Uh, I, if, if they did it like for what you're saying, and I'm not dismissing your theory, yeah. I don't like that. That's karma. I don't think that's. Okay. I don't think. I, I just. I know this is a really controversial take. I don't find a lot of pleasure in other guys getting serious injuries. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but I don't like it when guys get hurt and they're going to have to miss a whole year. One and O Packers at the one and O Falcons. Uh, the Falcons. I'm sorry. The Packers by one. Ooh, by one. Well. I said it earlier in the show. I think they, they're building something down there in Atlanta. I don't know how uh, how it's going to all come to they fruition had a slow immediately. Start on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. but I think uh, I'm going to take Atlanta at home, and I'll take that point. Atlanta by it's Atlanta Falcons. No, pa- pa- yeah. Packers, Packers by one. Road Dogs. Uh, uh, ESPN has Atlanta favorite, by sorry. one, so that's why I was. Yeah, I went by DraftKings draft today. Yeah, we always go by DraftKings. Okay. Did I get it wrong? You have DraftKings open, Alex. I do. Because there's always a possibility that Falcons I minus one. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. had plus one this morning. Okay. Maybe so it changed. All right. So, so we can make it. What are the sharps now? We sharps can now? make it uh, Falcons by one. I don't really think That's that fine. impacts. No, I'll still take. I'll okay. still take Falcons and I'll. So I'll we'll, we'll go point. Falcons by one just to be yep. uh, consistent with okay. DraftKings because I may have read. Well, it if you have it open morning. now, we might as well because that's the most current. Just it, double it check. Could have changed. Double check calls work. Because make sure this is up. You're not betting on there, are you? No, sir. Oh, I worked you know, too hard for my money. The Atlanta money's been strong. <laughs> <laughs> it moved the line. <laughs> it is still Falcons minus one. Okay, Falcons Falcon, by one. Falcons. And uh, Mike has Atla- Atlanta. Alex, let's say Alex. you. Alex, Falcons, Falcons. I'm taking the pack. I like what I saw from Jordan Love in week one. Played well. Go back, go. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers as well. Um, I, I kind of agree with Mike. I think the Falcons might be building a little something. Some um, but um, I think the quarterback for Green Bay is a little bit more advanced than the quarterback for Atlanta. Yeah, I th- I'm going to go with the upset. I'll take the Packers. Good job, Fred. The one-point upset. Way to put <laughs> way to put them on the table. Um, and way to buy, buy your into balls. the show. That's what I meant, <laughs> balls. Uh, one o'clock. One and O Raiders at the O and one Bills. Bills by eight and a half. Eight oh. and a half. Number. Goodness Ooh. gracious. Um, yeah, I think I think Buffalo does bounce back, but that's um that's a lot of points. I think I'm going to take those points though for Vegas in in a, in a close game, but I'll take Buffalo to win. I'm going to give the win and the points to Buffalo. I think they get things on track again. I'm with Alex. Buffalo, Buffalo. This is a 11 a.m. body clock game for the Raiders, right? They got to come yeah. east. Oh, that's a good point. So that's another another reason why it's I like the, the Bills. Yeah, I'll take Buffalo to bounce back as well. Uh, I will, too, as much as I hate it. The window opens just a little bit. Just a little bit. <clears throat> uh, Sunday at 1, the 1-0 Ravens at the 0-1 Bengals. Bengals by three and a half. You Does check, anybody checking all these? Yep. Alex, make sure I didn't screw them up. Correct. Does anybody own anybody in this rivalry, Paul? You, you seem to always know. Uh, this one is not. Uh, this is not an own own uh, no. owns. No, it's, it's pretty. Owns. There are a couple of those coming up later. Yeah. And I right. will point uh, them out. I'm going to ask you Thank for those. You. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. Um, you know, I think Cincinnati looked pretty bad last week. I do think you know they're they're better than that, but I think Baltimore's really good too. And I'm not going to invoke Zay Flowers, but I just said Zay Flowers. Sorry, I'm Evan. Gonna pick Cincy to win. I'm gonna give. The you Ravens just the like points. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Ta- I like Joe. Taking the points. Why is that, Alex? Why do you like Joe Burrow? <laughs> got a, a haircut. Great quarterback. You got a haircut. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's an engaged man. I he heard. likes Star Wars. Okay, respect to his girlfriend. I heard. 
Listen, I like the. Wait, open we haven't talked Tyler. about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, but we can that, touch that on that another day. That's surprising. That's against her yeah. type, but I, I, that's why I like her it type? for her. Her toxic. type is so. Her type, her type is toxic. Her type is skinny and lame until Travis Kelsey. This yeah. is going to be good for her. Oh. Two people at the top of their game. I don't like that for Taylor. Good for. Don't like it. Don't like it for Taylor. Who'd you take? Oh, I'm going to take the Ravens. I outright. I'm yeah. Ravens win. I um I'm concerned about Burrow. I he looked injured in that game in week one, and uh, this is too good of a team to to play injured against. Yeah, yeah I um I think it's very similar to last year. The, the fact that he wasn't able to do anything all summer. It's one thing to not play in the preseason. He had the appendectomy last year, so he missed all the preseason. And the same thing this year with the injury. He looked it. He looked like he hadn't had any practice. So I'm going to take Cincinnati to win, but I will be with Alex. I'll take the points. Um, I like the the hook. I'll the take the hook. Folks, this is your upset lock of the week. Uh, Ravens. I hope, I hope you're right. Ravens both ways. They win. I kind of like the Ravens this year. I hope you're right, Freddie. Yeah. Um, Aren't the Bengals? 1 o'clock, 0-1 oh mm-hmm. Seahawks yes. at the 1-0 and oh Lions. Uh, Lions by five and a half. Perfect. Is Gino Gino a lot again, I think? Yeah. Seems like. Oh, yeah, let's, uh, let's keep it rolling, man. I'm going to pick the Detroit Lions to win the game, and I'm going to lay the points, too. I'm going to lay those points. Mm-hmm. Lay the points. Me, too. Retweet what I'm, Mike said. I'm taking the Lions, but I, I'm still, I can't believe in the Lions yet, so I'm going to take the Seahawks to, to cover. Yeah. I'm going to take the Lions, and um, I don't believe in the Seahawks much, so I'm going to lay the points. Yeah, this is a real push-pull game on the margins. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, the Lions to win, but not cover. Okay, we're on the same page. Right? Why is everyone laughing? Are these real gambling faces? <laughs> just making this up. Terminology. <laughs> He's now just using random terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like I'm, I'm like confused. I'm indiscriminate like, times. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Damn, Lift Chat's listening to this. He's All these guys mind. sound like they <laughs> know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know how mad? That's what it you know is. How mad it would be if say something outrageous with confidence. Right. I like Dan because he gets so angry. <laughs> Joe Murray's like, <laughs> Joe's like, let's get peace, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one o'clock. Uh, the zero and one Colts are at the zero and one Texans. Yeah. Oof. Who's watching this so game? So I have in Yikes. this game Colts by one, Alex. Did I mess that I one up, too? I have the Texans are minus one and a half on DraftKings right now. Yeah, that's what I have, too. Uh, that's what I have, The too. Texans are minus one and a half. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So these numbers have changed uh, dramatically then. I okay, so Houston by one and a half. What does Houston. it mean? Do the Sharps know anything? What do they know? Um. I don't know, man. This is this one's kind of like a throwing a dart at a dartboard. <laughs> I'm going to take Houston and I'll uh, and I'll lay the points. Well, before, but what did you have, Paul? I had the Colts by one. Okay, so it's a two and a half point shift. The money's coming in on the Texans. Did some Colts news just? Well, happen? that's what An I'm injury? wondering if there's something going on. Yeah, something they know something we don't know about. I'm the Sharps ride know with about. Vegas, Texans and the Texans. <laughs> Tough time with this one. I thought both quarterbacks had moments where they looked good. I agree. Anthony Richardson as a passer was much better than I expected. Actually, some of their RPO stuff was the stuff that he was messing up, which is interesting. Uh, I like the Texans. I thought Will Anderson also looked really good. Uh, so I think that their their younger players will carry them in this one. So Houston? Houston both ways. Uh, I am going to take Houston as well. I don't feel great about it. I, I think this is a bad team, but... No, what are you going to do? Yeah. 
it's a tough one. Like I said, on the margins, this is a tough one to pick. But uh, I would say Colts. I think the Colts played a little tougher against Jacksonville than I thought they would last week. Um, maybe they're not QTing it. So I'll, I'll go with the Colts. Uh, 1 o'clock, 0-1 Chiefs are at the 1-0 Jaguars. Oh, that's a good game. Kansas City by 3.5. That's it? Wow. Yeah, and I did see Chris That's Jones it. and Kelsey both practicing today uh, as well. And that just makes me say I'm going to take Kansas City. Um, I'll lay those points and, and take the Chiefs. If the rumors are true and Travis Kelsey is really dating Taylor Swift, then the Chiefs, I'm picking <laughs> them a lot this year. Really? You like this hookup. She, she, Do you remember I, last I it NBA was bad. playoff season it when is. she would be in a in a city, and then that city would win. I don't remember that. Oh, is that right? No one but you would remember that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I was like, a, <laughs> why you, didn't she come to Boston you, then? You like this My strange for Taylor? Niche. I'm, I'm surprised. I by do that. like this for Taylor. I want her I to don't. date like a real man. That's not that's like a not a that's, little that's a grunk wannabe. That's not a real Ronnie man. Oh. DJ. You want the real man? Talk to me when you can <laughs> dig out a six technique, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> dig out a six. <laughs> <laughs> is that gonna be in your vows, <laughs> Jess? When I saw you, that I was knew underrated right there. That was an underrated line. <laughs> I always knew I wanted to marry someone who could dig out a sex technique. <laughs> oh, six well, that, that sounds a little weird, Mike. <laughs> I think I said sex technique. Sorry. <laughs> so Kansas City for you. Yeah. <laughs> we all need to calm down. Isn't that one of her oh, songs? See, that's what you should have yeah. done. All right, that's the go. thing. To, th for the rest of the year, you got to do all your Chiefs you picks to, to a tune of, uh, of the okay. Taylor Swift song. I, I am going to take Kansas City in this game. Uh, both ways, but I do not like this for Taylor Swift <laughs> because Travis Kelsey can't hold Gronk's jock. That's it. So you have Kansas City? Yes. Okay, I will take Kansas City to win, but I will take the points on the road. I'll take uh, Jacksonville to keep it close. The hook. Is there something wrong in Kansas City with their offense, you think? Why? I don't know. No, I think they get Kelsey I mean, back. Kelsey and being injured. Once Kelsey back, it'll look a Start lot to different. Come in. I mean, yeah. I think every team's got a little bit of growing pains right now. I think now, if that Jackass caught the ball. Yeah, they would have been right. fine they Thursday won. night. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if he <laughs> I mean, can't, then that's something wrong with their offense. But, but anyway. I mean, last year he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Juju would do it. Juju I'm, did it I'm tempted, <laughs> I'm tempted to take the points, but I'm going to go Kansas City both ways. But, man, go. I want Jaguars to win so bad, but I just can't pick them. Uh, 1 o'clock, 0-1 Bears at the 1-0 Buccaneers. Uh, I have the Bucks by 2.5. Oof, yeah, two yes. and a half. Sorry, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, this is this is one. I'm not another dart for the dartboard. I'll take the home team and lay the points. Tampa. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks too. Baker Mayfield. I think they have a little chip on their shoulder too. People ruling them the out. The defense look good, right? Yeah. They played well they last played week. Played yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, I got the Bucks both ways. The Bears are a mess. That that offense is an absolute mess, and I I think they're gonna be picking at the top of the draft again. Yeah, I will take the Bears outright. Really? Oh. Yeah. A any particular wow. reason why? I think Tampa stinks. Okay. And I think Minnesota stunk worse, and that's why they won. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Go, Baker. Go, Baker. Uh, 1 o'clock, the 0-1 Chargers at the 0-1 Titans. Uh, the lack by three. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I like the lack. Um, I think they can bounce back. They showed they can score some points, um, and I just don't know if Tennessee's got enough right now, so I'll take the lack. Chargers, Chargers. I do like me some Justin Herbert. 
Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, um, I hate believing in the Chargers, but I will. I will take the lack. What was the spread? Three. It's yeah, a tight spread. Can't even get the hook. Do I split the baby here? Um, <laughs> what are you, a dolphin? <laughs> uh, now nah, I'll go with charges both ways. Again, tempted to take the points, but I'm, I think I'm going to regret that one. Like you know how we all we just make these picks and we don't really put a whole lot of thought. And who cares at the end? It does somehow bother me that I lose to him. <laughs> <laughs> with all of the hangups that he has, he won't pick. It literally like there's 12 teams in the league he will not pick <laughs> because he hates right, them so right. much. And he still won week one. I don't get it. Uh, feel for the league, Paul. Uh, now we move to 405. There's two 405 games here. Two 405 games. Sorry. 0-1 Giants in a big 0-1 at the 0-1 Cardinals. A bigger 0-1. Uh, the Giants by five and a half. Oh, they so think they're going to bounce Kings back. has nice. the Giants minus four and a half right now. Okay, so we make it four and a half. Four and a half. A lot of money coming in on the cards. There definitely what do the Sharps know, Fred? <laughs> yeah. There are definitely some bad games here today, um, yeah. this week. But I, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think, uh, I think Arizona's doing a loud tank, and I'll lay the points. Not a QT? Not a quiet tank, a loud tank. They're just like, we're, we're doing it. I would concur. Would you take Kyler Murray? No. Over what <laughs> oh, we have I right would. now, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. At least take a look at him. I don't love no. him. No, but oh, I would absolutely do that, no. especially with Billy O. I don't, I'm not saying it's in play for the Patriots, but Kyler Murray being on the move is 110 yeah. percent in play. That's all. I would do it. I would do it at the deadline if I could. Nope. The deadline. I don't think Kyler's going to be healthy. Eh, I think he, I think he might no. be. What do you got over there, uh, Alex? So I don't think it gets. Much worse than last week for the Giants, so I'm going to take the Giants both ways. I concur. Giants both ways. The Cardinals, by far the worst team in the NFL in week one and in general. Who's their quarterback? Josh Dobbs, right? Oh, yeah. Dobbs. Like, they're really like trying yeah. to lose. Uh, I'll, go I'll take the, the Giants. I'll so. go with the Giants both ways as well. 4.05, the 1-0 49ers are at the 1-0 Rams. Uh, most impressive I would say mm. the Niners. They're yeah. so good. Just I think I could win a game with I mean, the 49ers. I mean, they don't have back. a Puka Nakua. No, but the uh, a Pupu and a what? <laughs> the the uh, Niners are by seven and a half, Mike. And this is one of those the Niners own the Rams. Oh, the Niners own the Rams. In that case, I appreciate that insight. I will take the Niners, and I will. I'm going to lay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lay points. Same. I don't know. I'm regretting that a little bit though. Now, I'm yeah. taking the Niners. But uh, that's a that's a big spread for a division game. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Rams to mm. cover. Uh, I am I agree it is a big spread for a division game. But I, I think the Niners, even when the Rams are at full strength and viable, they, they just kill them. I don't know why. So I'm gonna take the Niners both ways. Uh, I am gonna take the Niners, but I will take the point. Take the hook. I think the Rams... Um, so you're all on the Rams. Yeah, I think they find a way to keep it relatively close, uh, but 49ers just are too, too packed. All right, 425, the 1-0 Jets are at the 1-0 Cowboys. Uh, Dallas by 9.5. This would have been a quite the game. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I not much hesitation here. I'll take Dallas and I'll lay the points. Speaking of Dallas... There he is. Dak. 
on TV. I will take yes. the Cowboys. Mm, I'll give them the points too. I'm taking Dallas to cover in this game. Zach Wilson against that defense is going to be a long afternoon. It's going to be good friends with Micah Parsons by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I will take Dallas, but I will absolutely take nine and a half points with that defense. I think this could be a like 10-3 game. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I wasn't impressed at all with anything Dallas did offensively the other night. Did you say nine and a half points? Nine and a half. Oh, it's it's Dallas by nine and a half. Yeah. Nine and a half. Oh, yeah. nine times. I'll stay on it, but so I will take Dallas game. to win the Nine. game because of what Evan said. I think Zach Wilson will make more mistakes, but I wasn't impressed with their offense the other night, and the Jets' defense is uh, is pretty so- pretty solid too. I was very disappointed in Dak for my fantasy team. They yeah. scored forty points. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't get any of them. Nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will take those points. Uh, Dallas wins, but the Jets cover. The Jets cover. Okay. Yep. Uh, one and o, this is four twenty-five. The one and O Commanders are at the zero and one Broncos. Broncos by three and a half. Big surprise where this game is being played, Fred. Denver, of course. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to look at much at the Denver game from last week um so i'm a little bit flying blind here so i'm just gonna go with denver at home and i'll lay the points and see how it turns out i'll take denver at home take the hook yeah i think i'm gonna give the commanders the points the hook. Uh, why not russell wilson is so washed <laughs> he really is but i'm gonna take the broncos at home and I, i'll say it's a three-point game so i guess Commanders. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver both ways. Um, yeah, I don't know what Sean Payton did. I mean, how did he make the numbers look so much better? But they didn't score. Because um, Wilson had, like, really solid numbers, but they weren't making any plays. Mm. So I, I wonder if they're just trying to protect him, and Evans, right? He's just done. Yeah, I'm going to go with Broncos both ways. Uh, they have that home field advantage. And uh, they get it more than nine times a year. Correct. <laughs> All right. Now we uh, skip over the Patriots Sunday night, and we move to Monday. There's a doubleheader on ESPN and ABC. The first game's on ESPN. It's a little S- odd to you guys. Yeah, why? Seven why and eight. This week. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They did week that two. Lo- they did that last year, Did they? Too. Two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I don't know about CTE. week. I don't know about week two, but they did the seven, the staggered start. Yeah. Well, I remember the seven ten on week one they always did, but this is seven yeah. and eight. Uh, seven fifteen. the 1-0 and o Saints are at the 0-1 Panthers. Saints by three? Yes. Three. Um, I will take the Saints, and I will lay the points. As will I. I like the Saints. I like them both ways. I actually was pretty impressed with Derek Carr in week one. I thought, I he, thought made he played some, well. I thought he made some throws, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints both ways, too. It's going to take a while for, for Bryce Young. Uh, I, too, will take the Saints both ways. One thing, you know, we have you know, all of us picked some games that where the other team wasn't favored, but no one there's going to be one big upset this week but none of us have picked it yet and, but there will be I is it your I, upset pick of the week or yeah but that was no. like a three point spread no. you know um, yeah well that's because they're all small spreads I mean there's there's four games yeah. that are big spreads yeah but like the Cardinals could win a game like somebody's going to win a game where he's like yeah, yeah, but even that's no only shot. four you know four I know. points it's like there's a, there's a six and a half eight and a half nine and a half yeah. and a seven and a half Yep. 
Um, ABC at 8.15. The 1-0 Browns are at the 0-1 Steelers. Mm. Browns by two. Anybody wow. Anybody own anybody in this one? No. no. Browns on the road yeah. by two over the I mean, Steelers. Traditionally, Pittsburgh is on Cleveland, yeah, but that's well, like, everybody does. Um, yeah, that's days gone by. <laughs> but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Cleveland on the road road favorite. Um, I saw there were some injuries there in Pittsburgh and uh, didn't quite go as planned after their hot preseason. So I'm gonna take the Browns. It's almost like preseason doesn't really matter maybe. anyway. Maybe that's what some people Browns, think. Browns. I like the Steelers in this spot. I, I like them to bounce back. I, I don't believe in the Browns. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm taking the Browns, but I love Evan's reasoning. Like Mike Tomlin, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, they stink again. Yeah, He always finds a way. Yeah. But I think Cleveland's better. I'm going to take Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bra- uh, Steelers to win this game. Good spot for them. Browns are still... You know, celebrating the Super smelling Bowl their from farts. last year. Are they smelling last their farts? Week. So I will take the Steelers uh, to win this game. All right. Now we go back to Sunday night, 820 on NBC. Uh, the 1-0 and Dolphins are at the 0-1 Patriots. Miami by three. Three. No respect. That's tough. I I'm, I'm, I was I can't go by my score. I've been going by, or else I'm going to predict a push. So I have to change it up a little bit. Uh, I am going to take the Patriots in this one. Certainly, the yesterday's injury report changes things if a little bit. If you're taking the Patriots, you don't have to worry about what the spread is. Uh, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, oh, Fred. Right. <laughs> but you do need a score. Right. Uh, but I, so then I can stick with my score. But I I, right. think, I think the Patriots are going to figure out a way to pull it out. I am weird score. 29-26. It's a weird one. How do you get that 29? I know. It's weird. Okay. But they're going to do it. Okay. Safeties, field goals. Um, did you not watch week four, 2001, <laughs> Patriots, Chargers? <laughs> Maybe week five. No. Keep the positivity <laughs> Actually, going. Did, <laughs> I'm also going to pick a Patriots upset. Wow. 24-17. Okay. Oh, nice upset. I am picking the Dolphins. I was going to pick a push. I, I think I had 27-24. So... I can't do that, right? So. Well, you can pick the score, but you have to pick one team or the other for to the cover. Sp- I'll, yeah. I'll take the Dolphins. Then I, I just ultimately I think the defense will play well, but I, I think too many points for Miami. So I opened this week really strongly liking the Patriots in this one. I just felt like the spot was really good for them with the cross country flight for Miami, and then you go down to Miami, have to come back up the coast. Who knows? They might have to be traveling tomorrow, depending on the weather on Saturday. Mm. Um, I still am going to stick with the Patriots. I feel a little bit less strongly yeah, about it as the too. week has gone on yep. for whatever reason. It's the opposite of last week. I felt like the Eagles were going to blow them out the start of last week, mm-hmm. and by the time the game came around, I was like, I think it's going to be a lot closer than I thought. Yeah, you've evolved. Um, so now I'm going the other way, but I'm going to stick with the Patriots because I think it's the better spot. I think New England at home, back-to-back weeks, they're you know the, the offensive line is concern, but I got to stay consistent to myself. I don't think those things really matter as much as people think. 27-20, New England. Did you hear uh, Tua in his press conference was, like, throwing out his stats? Like yeah. He was like, 466. Oh, yeah. wow, I didn't know yeah. that. This yeah. is, that changes They're things. smelling themselves. It was tool baggy. Yeah, they're, they're, they've all of a sudden become, like, uh, you know, the 72 I Dolphins. I need to change my feeds. <laughs> I need to get this Where stuff. Where is this stuff? It's like the Brittany Mahomes. Uh, like I haven't been any of her. Smelling She's toned it down. They were She's talking about it, it on your show this morning. That's weak. That's how I'll I... I'll send you that's some tweets. That's really, we'll really weak. Like, in all back. seriousness, that's weak. Yeah. He was, like, 
trumpeting his four sixty six baby. Like that's really bad. Yeah. Like uh, in his that, press conference, really like he's talking, yeah, like he wasn't just end. like walking no, back this, to the the, no. the locker room. This is like to the media. That's really weak. I hope that comes back to bite him, and I hope he gets memed into oblivion for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, good spot for the Patriots. Dolphins think they're the seventy-two Miami Dolphins already. <laughs> Dolphins uh, think they're the seventy-two. Dolphins <laughs> 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 think about that. They think they're the Dolphins. Seventy-two Dolphins. Right. Undefeated team. No, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, it's more funny. Over, when, over. Thirty-one twenty-one Patriots. Nice. Close. Not game. a nail biter. They're going to score close, thirty-one close points. Games. Yeah. All of a sudden, Evan, it's going to be a very interesting Monday for you. Thirty-one points. <laughs> thirty-one. I would points. love to break down the film of a thirty-one point game. What's that like? Yep. Thirty-one points. A lot of defense. I was going to say Kyle Duggar in the end zone. That doesn't count. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Judon strip sack. I don't. No. 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 So it's going to be a great game for the Patriots, a good Sunday night. Get ready. Get hydrated. We'll be here. Uh, pre-game show starts when? 6 o'clock? 6.06. 6.06. 6 to 8. It's actually 6.02 and 30 seconds. All right. Catch 22 <laughs> is coming up next with Evan and Alex. So I'm sure they're going to have a lot more to say about this game coming up. I can't wait for you to talk to this guy who's been on hold for you for 45 minutes. We'll, just, s- just we'll see you next go. Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.